Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 164 of Video Game Apocalypse. I really should have made this episode about Nintendo 64 games, but we did that a hundred episodes ago. I get to do it once every hundred. That's true. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here with me? We've already heard... Christ of But also... Henry Gilbert. Uh, and big surprise... Uh, the women Ghostbusters. Oh, no, I'm leaving. It's just me, Dave. Rogers. I refuse to participate in this. <laughs> that wasn't a name surprise. make of a podcast. <laughs> you will I not ref- be reviewing me. I will not consume this entertainment product that is provided for me to optionally enjoy. Why or not? Just Who cares. <laughs> just ma- like look, savage it in a review if you're going to, but like mm. d- just to refuse. Like ah, ugh. right. Blech. Blech. I, I might. I, this is a podcast I, about games, after all. Yeah, I mean, that was a gamer who said that. And yeah. community, and I wanted yeah. to give a shout out to the guys in the Lazy Time Facebook group and everybody else who hit me up about like whatever I thought my Uncharted issue was with the data, uh, the data movement mm. that I had to engage uh, in to install Uncharted like a, for. Like a bowel movement, but a data yeah. movement. It uh, it was not as satisfying, yeah. uh, and I, <laughs> lot of, I lost a lot of Arkham Knight DLC. Aww. While shitting, I wasn't done. <laughs> was any of it good? Uh, no, almost none of it, but it, it came with great Danny Elfman music. Uh, but it, it was, it was some that, terrible streams of those on our YouTube and I don't, page. I don't know what to believe, and it just, it's just sort of the thing I predicted about not liking disc in the first place, that I bought Uncharted 4 on disc because I don't have any more space in my hard drive. It's not as easy to swap out a full... Mm-hmm. 500 gigabyte hard drive. I'd have to find another 500 gigabytes of space and a new hard drive. I, I don't. I don't have. I'm struggling every day to put these podcasts somewhere. Um, and, <laughs> but that someone, someone basically said like, yeah, just uh, your D, your disc is DLC. Like it, whether you download it or digitally or not, it takes up the same amount of space in your hard drive. I'm like, yeah. Fuck. I thought I really thought PS4 was the distinction there, and I nope. I just missed that news that like yeah. it, it is it a just, full yeah. disc uh, install. Yeah. It's yeah, but it does it really fast on PS4. Whereas it Xbox does. One, it goes pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just to optimize load times and mm-hmm. to make the world as continuous and gorgeous as it is. You can also games, um, I'm making the money signal with my fingers. <laughs> sell that back. What, the Uncharted? Yeah, that's yeah, what no, the that's, disc that's, is worth. That's what people, a lot of people yeah. were talking about. I don't want to go digital because then my game is no worth if I want to trade it in. Yep. And, and, I, and I'll never trade in an Uncharted game, but yeah. I'll never play one again either. But that's how the publishers want it. They want you to have a copy you can't return. And so that's also why I'm less into digital now, too. But it just had a bunch of people enlightening me on like how that worked. Because I, I hadn't... I, I remember Xbox got a ton of shit for doing just that because that's what every Xbox game was. And mm-hmm. then they made... Didn't... Adam, what's his name? Make a PS4 video? He said to share a video on Adam PS4. Boys, yeah. No, and the like, difference was... I thought there was a difference. I just assumed that, like, really? You're, but you're the same thing. Well, no. There is no difference now because Xbox caved and just did the same thing. But now they're just like, mm. yeah, disc is swappable. You could give that Uncharted game to anybody and they could play it. Like, and I do want to give it to you guys because you guys should play it. Yeah. I've got my copy. I just haven't played it yet. Uh, I was away it. all weekend. Listen to bonus time. You will find, find it hard to stop playing it once you start. Yeah. Uh, maybe I won't start. Yeah, and there's... But, uh, it's not even a lot of the gameplay that wows me. It's just everything else. Everything mm. else, like unexpected, that they throw in your face. I, I can't mm. say that enough. Like I, I, I don't know. That's what a. That's the best we can do in this medium, kind of. <laughs> like it, 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 Well, it's I mean, the peak of that type of game. Yeah, I don't want to play that type of game more than once a year anyway. But like, mm. yeah, it's it's dazzling. Dazzling. All right. Well, uh, let's jump ahead to the top five. Why? Which was because it's what's expected. Of well, we're us. talking too a, much. We had to go through uh, the motions. I thought there was yes. a segue from why, why this in the there's, top five. There sort of is in that I started playing one of this week's new releases, Shadow of the Beast, uh, last night. And Shadow of the Beast 
is a game with no dialogue. It tells its story completely wordlessly. All the characters at most will just grunt. And it's it's all told through pantomime and visuals and made me think like we've had a few other interesting wordless games lately. Hyperlight Drifter, for example. And it might be fun to kind of go through modern games that told their stories without any words. I got one question, Michael. What's that? Does Lilat speak count? It's English put on yeah. the screen. Anything. So. so this is not just no voice acting, but no words. That was a trick question, whatsoever. and you guys both passed. Hooray. Yeah. And so, I listeners, if you're expecting to see Ico on this list, you're yeah. not going to. Because, because it has subtitles. Yes. It is a nonsense language with yeah. subtitles. So there is technically speaking in it. Yes. Mm. Although, technically, our first game has uh, text at the beginning, but no text for the rest of it. And I want you to see... Well, I, I, I bet I know someone at this table who will guess it immediately. So let's jump in with... Number five! Maggie Simpson? Yeah. Sounds so familiar. But he, Michael uh, just looked at Henry as if no, you were supposed to get I, it. Let me make it more obvious to you, Hank. Okay. Oh, what? Uh, uh, Dramatic Chipmunk? <laughs> I can't. I can't place it. I. You can't place it. This is one of your favorite games. Wait, is this um, is this Mario Luigi? Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. Oh, oh come on. Da, na, na, that's the Star Super I do, Meat Boy. I do forget yeah. it. It tells a story. So that that first clip I played is uh, all the squishing. I should. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the bit where Super Meat Boy fights a boss that then like turns into like this weird little red baby orb that starts following him and yes. making those weird like kissy noises. Wow. Yeah, and, he and then just... he he kicks it and it just like it gets horribly misshapen and dies. It's sort of like an eraser head baby moment. Yeah, it's screwed up. <laughs> and and a... what does he do? He just shrugs and turns back to the thing he was trying to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean the game is uh, comically mean to people in the South Park style. I'd say like that. Uh, well, there's that crying qu- crying squirrel, which then gets its head chopped off. So sad. It's looking at a pile of its deceased. Chapter complete. I guess that counts as a word. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. at the start they say Super Meat Boy. Sorry, they say that. But yeah, it's all wordlessly told, usually through uh, cutscenes that imitate a classic video game of a certain type. I love that you're setting these sounds up so perfectly. <laughs> I usually do that pretty well. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the Castlevania intro. Yeah. They even have the film strip stuff on the side. And mm-hmm. it's really but the, great. the title itself, SMB, Super Meat Boy. Super Mario oh, Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, same oh, deal. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Super Meat Boy is one of my favorite games ever, really. Like, it is... Uh, I mean, it's such classic, you know, platformer style, but it's got its own style, and it has definitely the Mario rule of if you're not running at full speed, you're not doing it right. You can't be tentative. You got to run at full blast, mm-hmm. wall jump, flipty flapty flip directly and, into the saw blade. Yeah, yeah and, and leave your blood everywhere, and just that uh, that satisfaction of when you beat a stage and then see yeah. all your attempts at once die and die and die. <laughs> you say like, oh, I died there eight times. I died there twenty mm-hmm. times. Died there like. It is just beautiful, and, and yeah, the minimal story that was told of uh, Bandage Bandage Girl or Band-Aid Girl? Bandage Girl. Bandage Girl. Band-Aid is heavily trademarked. Ah, yeah. of course. That's right. So Bandage Girl gets kidnapped by uh, Dr. Fetus. 
who's who's a little baby inside of a mech suit. Who's looks con- like Jim Sterling. And he constantly gives yeah. you the finger. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's... Oh, God, I just love that game. And no word need to be said because it's just such a beautifully simple game that's just like, it's all gameplay. Like, that's all that matters in that game. That's love true. That game. Glad but, I have my original original soundtrack version. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They re-released well, it without it because only on the PC, PC and 360 is the original Danny Bilson soundtrack, and implied there was some friction between okay. the team Meat and Danny Bilson, and he's like, "Then I'm you're just gonna have to if you ever make it on a new console, not using my." Who gave music. you permission to use it on Cape Crisis? Uh, yeah, eh? like five years ago. But who did <laughs> him? I, Danny? Danny B is very reachable, or was. Oh. I don't know about now. Now but, he's rich uh, and famous. But so he turned down. It's in a house made of cocaine. He turned it down, so it's not in the PS4 or Vita version. And it really is like I would have played through it all over again. But just when I beat the first world, I was like, this just doesn't sound right. The music is so perfect. It does sound off now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I do like that the narrative seems to incorporate the fact that all the characters are more or less immortal. Yeah. Like usually yeah. when characters die, you don't see that uh, rendered in cutscenes, but. At one point, Meat Boy gets sent to hell, and then uh, bodies, his own body, copies of his own body start dropping around him, and he realizes, like, oh, this is where my bodies end up when I die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, just imagines, like, Meat Boy plus Sawblade equals this corpse that just dropped down next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful game. Beautiful. Yes. And all wordlessly told, much like... Number four. Zombie. Mafi, Sadi, Abaya... Alright, to be fair, those are words, yeah. but they're not words in any known so, yeah. language, and they're not subtitles. It's the, PS Vita. it's the gritty reboot of The Sims. It's yeah. Sims Old West. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Sims. I think I know what this one is. But, uh, uh, yeah. He conferred with me about it, so... So this is well, a I game with two protagonists that oh, you control okay. using both thumbsticks. So there's the two brothers. Do you have an Otter clip? Because I can do it if you don't. No. <laughs> Brothers! <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Brothers! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, Brother is a Tale of Two Sons. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of weird experimental game from Starbreeze, which is yeah. a company known for very story-heavy shooters like mm-hmm. uh, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher mm-hmm. Bay, The Darkness. Did they do Payday? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. They did another indie. After, what was the indie they did before this that lit the world on fire? And this was it. Uh, I think. Yeah, like, I yeah. thought there was something before. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's still a, a, a serious cookies and cream. Which yeah. is a description uh, nobody ever gives it. Yeah, I get that. You control two brothers with both yeah. analog sticks, uh-huh. and it's really neat. And you're navigating through this world trying to find a cure for their sick father, and it's it's like this one big semi seamless experience where yeah. you're you know just solving puzzles as they get in your way. You meet some monsters. Some are friendlier than others. <laughs> Who doesn't remember the friendly crying troll from all the demos? Uh, you you see this troll and very tentatively introduce yourselves to him, and he helps you on his way, and you, uh, I, I guess it's hmm. sort of a spoiler, you go and help him rescue his wife, who's been, like, caged by Natural some other trolls. Life. Yeah. Troll wife. <laughs> but I, I just love having those, uh, those two sticks. Like, it's a real brain tease yeah. to do it, man. Uh. 
But I think, uh, yeah, Walk. Oh, uh, they did. Oh, they're doing a Walking Dead game. I did not know yeah. that Star Wars. I, I think they're gonna do a standard shooter. Oh, that game. garbage yeah. Syndicate game. Well, they did fine, but uh, <laughs> they did the best they could with that. But uh, yeah, I think this was their first. It's their biggest. Yeah, I was think. Their, well, it was their biggest indie thing, but it was also like their first download only type film yeah. game, like yeah. a smaller sized game. It was one of their first. I do believe they didn't proper, properly synergize and have uh, masks masks of the brothers for um, payday. Oh, so they and did? you could rob a bank as a uh, hmm. pair of mute uh, brothers. Brothers. <laughs> and yeah, it would be weird. Well, this game was kind of—it's a tale of two sons, and it was kind of based on uh, a director Joseph Fair's experiences in uh, oh, Warzone. Yeah. That's right, and that—that that was like they brought him around to Games Radar's offices yeah, when they were showing this. it off, and it was like such a weird thing at the time. Like, yes, we got a movie director to come in and help us make a game, and wow. this is very much his vision. Wow, man, I had no idea that like. That, and you were seeing that before it was cool to see yeah, it, when, yeah. before it won all before those we awards. Were, but back when we were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, okay, good luck with that. I'm sure this game will, uh-huh. will kind of uh, take we'll, us a result. Will not completely blow. Yeah. But yeah. That was really good. No, it was, oh, it was fantastic. This game is great. I played it and, on multiple platforms. Yeah. Never finished it. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yep. But it, it's, it's easy to get every single achievement in it, really? by the way. Yeah. It starts out as... It still mattered. Like, despite the dying parents' uh, <sighs> plot line... That it, it's, <laughs> it starts out as kind of almost cutesy, and, yeah. and like all you meet all these friendly people, and then like before long, you're going through this valley filled with like the corpses of gigantic warriors, yeah. and uh, it's just fun to like go through like all of the stages with with and then see how each brother reacts to a thing because like sometimes one brother will be serious with something while the other brother will play with like a background item, mm-hmm. and he has a real life brother who has appeared in most of his films. Huh. Sorry, in the middle of this, we got a content, a copyright claim on uh, our new Super Mario Brothers video. Which really? is bullshit! Right. Oh man, that's what we get for playing a Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. why you'd even try. Um, but for the, like the last third of the game, it's brothers and potential love interest. Muhammad, Araba, Ah, Mabihia. Uh, not talking about Parappa, strangely, um, <laughs> but you like you you have to like bathe the brothers in blood while uh, the little one stands on the big mm-hmm. one's shoulders and rescue this girl who's like chained up as a sacrifice for this creepy like mm-hmm. primitive looking cult. I read about the the bathing in blood part really freaked out a lot of people. Really? Yeah, wow. it's pretty mild. I mean, it is weird that like okay, there's a literal waterfall of blood <laughs> that you need to stand under. But uh, I mean, that's pretty freaky, isn't it? Well, it's kind of freaky. It's but, a traditional passion, but passion compared to some of the things I've done in video games, yeah. it's nothing. Uh, I just noticed you were wearing a Fraggle Rock shirt. I'm sorry. I should have said something right uh, at the start of the show. You uh, should have, because it's, Jesus Christ, it's such a awesome. visual cue to the <laughs> audience. Damn, that's great. Uh, but this, we it, should talk about that more. What's your favorite Fraggle Rock shirt, Henry? Uh, well, I don't own one. I have I a shirt that says, yeah. nobody knows where Gobo goes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think, you know, I used to... I used to identify the most with Gobo, but now I'm feeling more like oh, Jesus. I didn't think he was going to keep going with it. Uh, no, actually, as a kid, I was Gobo. Now I think Mookie. Uh, Mookie, yeah, I guess I'm Mookie. Well, or the Boober. Uh, yeah, it's Boober. Mookie. Goddamn, and I had no idea Mookie. you guys were so disinterested in talking about brothers. What? No, I, I, I don't know. Are you learn the story through context, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember this, or did you get far enough to remember this part? 
So there's there's a kind of stealthy part toward the the end of the game where you're in this village that's covered in snow, and it's haunted by like this invisible giant. You just see these giant footprints forming in the snow, and you have to like hide behind snowmen mm. and things like that to escape his notice. Huh. And uh, it's it's an oddly effective sequence, but uh, I don't want to spoil too much more about Brothers. Uh, you should go play it. It's only like like three hours long. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like every system now. It's on PS4 and Xbox oh, One. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Got a nice little port. I mean, what is it like? Steam. Got a platinum? Can, get, uh, can I plat it? I bet you can, yeah. Sweet. But, uh... <laughs> so let's jump ahead to... Number three! Are these little yeah. yellow men? Uh, little yellow men? Whoa! I that's thought this was not what Lego. You call those that race in the... yeah. is, this, is this Star Wars Lego? <laughs> it is. It yes. is Lego Star Wars. Okay, that's why. Can thought. you guess they which yellow. scene that is? Uh, oh, which scene? I'm gonna. Oh, uh, it's gotta be Lego was... Star Wars Two. No, I think that was Luke getting mm-hmm. his. Yes, uh, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gonna guess. That. Luke getting his arm uh, hand cut off. Yes, and, and you could tell that just from the sounds. Mm, well, yeah, cuts but, off. There's like a bunch of quick lightsaber bits, and then. Obviously, Darth Vader is emoting in some way, mm-hmm. and uh, then yeah. the other character emotes too. Yeah. But then they can't, they can't have real violence or actual sadness in a Lego game. So when his arm is cut off, like does a uh, a flower grow out or something? No, it's, it's just the the little plastic bit pops off. Uh, well, I believe, as I recall, they had a. I think I remember even reading an interview with the developers that they couldn't. He can't say Luke. Uh, no, I. The, yes, also, well, by the way, the line is not Luke. I am your father. And the line is No, I am your father. Uh-huh. That's the line. So say it right. But, then, no, that's true. But the thing, it's like, impossible. yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Joshy Station get some power converters. <laughs> Uh, I led with this line or this bit because that was like in in the previews for it. It was specifically people wondering, like, how are they going to relay this scene Mm. if Vader and Luke can't talk? And the answer is uh, Vader pulls out a photo of young Anakin and Padme and like points to it and chuckles and like points at Luke. Uh. (laughs) Luke ain't knowing who Padme is. I, I... My disinterest in the Lego series can only grow, given the nature of what it is. Uh, but, but, like, these parts were the most yeah. charming piece, Some of the most charming yeah. pieces of animation ever made. Back when it was, number one, new, and number two, Star Wars. Yeah. Like, well, I, I just remember, like, turning around at E3 and like, what the fuck is this Lord of the Rings game? Oh, it's Lego Lord of the Rings, but they have the voices. This yeah, sucks. it's just the quotes yeah. from like, the movie. But, like, the first few things they did, like, uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, they're all so iconic that, like, you can do these scenes without dialogue. Yeah. And you know what you're talking about. And they're about. great cartoons but yeah. like when you get to lego batman or like some something that's not based directly on a movie you, you kind of have to use dialogue if you're at that not point. if you're not parodying the but story, I, I do get upset well like when uh like lego jurassic park mm-hmm. the first three movies were not made with that audio being ripped out in mind so yeah. it's really like hearing like william h macy like in a <laughs> terrible mp3 wife's down there with a cock in her ass oh, that's, from, that's from Boogie Nights. That's... a velociraptor cock in her ass <laughs> let's see can you guys guess which scene this is
So Obi-Wan cuts off both of Ponda Baba's arms, after which Ponda Baba groans and falls apart. Man, what a dick. Both arms? Poor yeah. Ponda Baba. Uh, <laughs> or Walrus. I want to use five back systems. In the day. <laughs> <laughs> this, this little one's not worth the trouble. Yeah. They, uh, also, in this version, I should point out, Han shot first. Yeah. Greedo stands uh. up, and Han immediately just blasts him so that his body flies off and leaves the limbs just standing there, and Greedo <laughs>, laughs and then crumbles. Uh, that's great. Yeah, in the uh, it was one of those great moments where in the early 2000s, you're just so sick of Star Wars and being yeah. killed for you by George Lucas. And so yeah. seeing fans get it back in... I think maybe George Lucas didn't give two craps about the Lego games, and they kind of got to well, do stuff. But then, like Lego Star Wars One was the prequel trilogy. Uh, yeah. I bet that, it was. Yeah, it was the confusing. It was one of the best versions yeah. of that prequel trilogy. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was so successful that they did uh, two, which was the original trilogy, and the that's what saga. everyone got excited about. Yeah, the yeah. complete saga came out later. I think Clone Wars was yeah. the third one. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean I started to fall off once again. Which got is another thing, those, like uh, telling that story silently is a little weird because I don't know that much but about that's, it. That's the only reason I'll dispute you. At the time that, uh, at the time the first Lego Star Wars came out, that shit was not canon, and no one knew that story by heart. And no one gave a <laughs> fuck. But like, they conveyed the scenes pant- with pantomime, and it became mm-hmm. the perfect cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen I've seen Lego do that a billion times. They did it with Pirates of the Caribbean movies that I don't have. A lot of affection for outside of the second one, which for some reason I think rules hmm. beyond belief, and really ah, don't care weird. for the for, the for one and three, and definitely not four. <laughs> four. Ian McShane couldn't even make me watch the fourth <laughs> one of those. No, it was a bummer when they started talking with. I think the Batman ones were the one that broke the voice thing. But I at least like I prefer okay, write funny dialogue. For them to say and have Nolan North play Superman and have all that fun yeah, stuff. Yes, but see, but the then Avengers if they're one, just gonna, it, yeah, the Avengers one. It's just Harry a baby. Potter. It's a baby Avengers game. Yeah. It sucks. I can't. Just, I hate it. Well, it's like they just snuck in bad movie games yeah. back into Legos. You remember, like I don't know how many episodes ago, you gave me a clip of uh, Ian McKellen talking about Lord of the this Rings way, games. Like and this how way, Legolas. Yeah. This way, Legolas. <laughs> but be- he was talking about like, oh yes, it's all that lovely money, and now the the games are owned by the same are the same. Um, it's part of your. Contract. They're owned by the movie studio, so yeah, yeah it's part of the contract. And he was talking specifically about the WB Lego Lord of yeah, the Rings games, which he and Lego out of. Hobbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they just used his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fly, you fools. That's another misquoted line, guys. It's not run, you fools. It's fly, fly you fools. fools. No, I am your father. Fly, you yes, fools. Yes, and then he falls down uh, the pit with the black Street Fighter boxer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Lego Star Wars... Or, came- or the Spanish Toreador, if you're playing in the uh, sure, Japanese sure. version. So, Lego Star Wars came out in 2005. In the 11 years since, how many... Lego blank things. more than Guitar Hero. That's what I'll. Well, there was I'll like a rock band, yeah. Yeah. but I'm not counting that. <laughs> uh, all right, I will guess uh, thirty. Uh, Twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten. Uh, you're. I know I'm wrong. Oof. I, I, I guess you're closer, Michael. It's eighteen. Oh wow, yeah. that's it. it. Hasn't broken twenty. Never mind. There well, hasn't been near enough. Well, I'm Lego not counting like compilations. I was just going for a thirty twenty ten thing. But uh, well, are you not count- counting uh, Lego City? What's the yeah Lego Adventures? Or I Lego did count City, that. Whatever. Okay. What about Ninjago games? Ah, <laughs> doesn't count. How about Bionicle? Bionicle doesn't count. It's got to be a like a licensed property. Son of a bit. I, I did when, when I was a newspaper game reviewer. I got inundated with Bionicle games. I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do with these? Taking the GameStop. Pretty sure <laughs> I reviewed one. 
gave it a six on Wii. Mm. Jesus, it's my first Wii review. I think Lego Dimensions was the end of these. Is is the kind of final stage of these types of games? <clears throat> like because it, yeah. it's just Lego everything, but they all freaking talk. <laughs> I, I, do, I really don't like it because I, I want to enjoy that Avengers game so much yeah. and I hate it. The Marvel one's better mm-hmm. also because they licensed that back when you could have the X-Men and the fucking Fantastic yeah. Four in a video. Spider-Man's also, in the first level. Also, it plays Mary Marvel Marching Society yeah. in the menu screen. Mary Marvel Marching. Uh, I got one more scene for you to guess. Is C3 PO telling the Ewoks the story of Star Wars? God damn, yes. And a boy, ah. man, Jesus. Before but, we even got to the sound effects. Oh, I knew it was Ewoks. Oh, Wicked got scared. I knew it was Yub yeah. Nubby. And they, they keep the Ewok speech in the yeah. game, actually. The, Who did but was, that, was that Anthony Daniels like still doing like pantomime? Might have been. Anthony Daniels, no, no, very... Anthony Daniels is a busy man. He's all over the place. He doesn't <laughs> have time for this shit. From 1977 onward, Anthony Daniels was very open of like, I will do any C-3PO thing. I'll do it. He's in the other room right now, but we don't need him until the second segment. Oh, so. hello. <laughs> he's like Danny Trejo, who will do anything, but except he's very C-3PO specific. Man, those two should be in a buddy cop movie. Anthony Daniels and Danny Trejo. I would watch that. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Anthony Danny Trejo. Ah. Sir, I have some pockmark cream that can fix up your face. <laughs> and he spits out three cigars. I would watch that. Unfortunately, this, the next game we're going to talk about doesn't have much to watch just to play. Number two. So you, you have to play it and not watch it, or otherwise uh. a saw blade cuts off your ass. What? Uh, here's another hint. Limbo. Ah. Oh, hey. hey. Get these. Was it the walking or the flying? No, it was a saw blade ass thing. For real. Like I played it somewhat recently yeah, and it happened to me. Does his ass get cut off, literally? Well Along with other parts of him, yes. Yeah. See, I only remember the the bug like poke like stabbing the with spider. his spider. Yeah, yeah. Spider thing. yeah, my girlfriend was legit mad for showing her parts oh. of this game. Really? Yeah. It's it, too did scary? Not, yeah, it bothered her. The spider mostly. Yeah, I mean it's scary. That's what that purring sound is. Ugh. Is the spider? Oh, no. That's the sound it makes when it's yeah, it's real, real it gross. Skewers you on one of its creepy like spiders only purr if you like person uh, scratch fingers. their head. I yeah. mean, that was part of the fun of Limbo of just like dying the first time and yeah. then figuring out the puzzle of like, okay, I walked over here. What's this thing? This glowing thing? Oh, I'm dead. All <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess I won't walk under that glowing thing. Mm. Oh, I hit that switch and a big thing came down and smashed me. I won't walk on the switch next time. Oh, the switches were next to the switch. <laughs> I mean, all the dead bodies of children and then yeah. the other children trying to kill you, like, that's the part that got to me yeah. the most. More so than any, like, buzzing hotel signs mm. or buzz sauce. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you somehow haven't played Limbo, and in which case you don't have an excuse because it's on literally everything. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, including your phone. Um, Ugh, don't it, play that way, though. <laughs> It's it's like this weird side scroller about it's it's like all in silhouette and you play this shadow boy who's trying to make his way through this world ostensibly to find his his sister who may or may yeah. not be his sister it's just like a girl uh. and he gets uh, pitted against all these death traps giant monsters uh, these other boys that Horrible keep trying children. to kill him with death traps mm-hmm. yeah. 
it's, it's a effed up game and worthy of all the uh, accolades it got back in 2012, I, like, I always like to think of it as Tim Burton's Little Rascals. Yeah. Ah! It's just like horrific things happen to you. Like you get a brain slug that keeps trying to walk you into hazards. So yeah, they put out they put out Limbo in 2010, the developer Playdead. They still haven't put out a new game since then. They're, it'll come out wow. this year, Inside. Wow. Oh, I Inside. think I've seen the trailers for that. I keep mixing that up with Polar? like... I don't know. No, Do you get it confused with the game with your, where you're blind? No. I'm trying to... It's like this top-down one. I forget what it was called. The game where you fist people? Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's what Inside would be. <laughs> Yeah, but Limbo, uh, Limbo was another one of those games. that was like, oh, this is like Braid, except no talking and no yeah. and no like essays in your fucking face about shit. And so, <laughs> yeah, instead of essays, you get a bear trap. <laughs> Have to listen to it reset. Yeah, it is a little leg dangling. Well, that off. I don't know if this counts because that bear trap was talking. <laughs> Did we do a video a long time ago about killing kids and show off a bunch yes, of this stuff? Kids in peril. Yeah. And Lim- wow. Limbo was uh, at the top of that list because, yeah, it's just about a little boy yeah. who dies repeatedly. It was really morbid when you finish that video by actually murdering a child. Well, it had to have a coup d'etat, otherwise people aren't going to subscribe. <laughs> These are the jokes made by people. And they pe- didn't. <laughs> Nor do they the watch. jokes made by people without children. <laughs> that's the show here. Yay. That's what we should change our name to. Jokes made by people without children. Aging children. people with no children. I have a sister. I didn't know this bothered me. I've got now step uh, cousins, step nephews. Yes. I don't know. Ste- I have a stepbrother now. Henry's who has mother kids. got a new fuck puppet this weekend. All uh, right. You can, you, you'll, hear, right. you'll hear more about it on bonus time. You met just your stepbrother. Were you like, are we best oh, friends? Congrats. Uh, he is a huge gamer nerd and more so than me. Well, I will not say that, but. I don't want to have a nerd off contest with him, but I guess he was the one who wore a Star Wars polo to the wedding, not me. So oh, wow. maybe I maybe say he wins. Yeah, I suppose he wins. Henry, here are all the reasons Sonic Three is actually the best in the series. <laughs> Sit down with your new father. Why well, he even talked about how he bought the uh, he bought his kid these new um, Transformers Toys to Life games, but he made sure to say him and his wife were just like. Yeah, we got him these because, honestly, he's not good enough yet. He's four. He can't really play, like, Skylanders or Lego or Disney Infinity. So we just got him these Transformers games that are just toys to life with your iPad. And it's just a game any child can play. So, Free and, runner. And uh, oh, kind of, yeah. If I ever have kids, I'm not looking forward to years of, like, playing substandard games with them. Like, let's just skip to the, the good though, stuff, please. Though I was like, very... what, Tech Mobile? Like, what are you going to play with your kids? I was I very know. disappointed yeah, to see Mega, Megatron is now Megatronis. And I was like, it's a good question what? of the week is all I'm saying. Mm. But Limbo, uh, I, I kind of am not still not sure what this story is about. It's very open interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I like. I mean, on its surface, it's about a little boy braving horrors to go find his sister. Uh, what's he do with the sister once he finds her? Does he kill her? I don't know. Does he get killed himself? Kill him? Is this whole thing being played after his death? Mm-hmm. Is it really just a visual metaphor and your character is actually a fly and that's why you have to run away from a giant uh, spider? And traps. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh. traps. So he's a fly like Bart Simpson in that one tree. House other other episode. flies who shoot darts right? and have their own mm-hmm. traps. Yeah. Dave, not everything Simpsons. As Diana yeah. has told me myself <laughs> on uh, thirty twenty ten, when hey Chernobyl, that's like in the episode of The Simpsons. More things happen than The Simpsons, Henry. But <laughs> I can just picture the limbo boy as Bart as the fly. Well, then what is the glass he shatters through the beginning if he's a fly? What does that represent? Uh, the pod. Mm-hmm. From the fly. Oh. <sighs> Let's move on. My yeah, brain is egg casing. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. 
Bet you guys can guess what this is. Firewatch. Is that, is that, that is the antithesis of a wordless game. <laughs> that has Mad Men in it. That's the end, exact opposite. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dear Esther. Also mm. very wordy. Mm. But similar is level of indie cred. Mass Effect. Recent-ish. Right. It's, it's uh, on PlayStation platform. Flower. Close. Uh, oh, so. Journey Dirt. Because yeah. uh, uh, that was the only one I had to suggest for this. Because it was uh, actually, it's double no talking. It's it's yeah. yeah, it's double no talking. And like when I think of some of the most, I don't love Journey as much as I think I should. Um, but playing it for the first time alone was one of the most beautiful experiences I'd ever had. And that yeah. includes like shit. Somebody walked into my game. And who is this person? What do they want? Can I get can I get hurt by this person? And they're just like, oh, what? <laughs> do you want me to come over there or what? Oh, <laughs> all right, I'll come over. Oh, oh, I, did, I never would have seen that. <laughs> and this this person just keeps going and signaling me with things, and like it was just this. I don't know, like an enemy mind situation of what happens when you get dumped on an... <laughs> Seriously, you get dumped uh, on an alien world with someone know, who can't speak your a... language and how you end up working out a, a system of a, a, of teamwork. Uh, but and, you don't get impregnated at the end of it, though. But, but like, mm-hmm. no one would say anything if it wasn't if someone didn't enter your game. There is an intro, right? I mean, no, you just restart yeah. life well, again. Well, your, like your just... intro is that you're looking up at this mm. mountain in the distance... And focusing on it, and then you have to make your way there. Yeah. And there are cutscenes, although these cutscenes are like some sort of weird uh, ancestor spirits. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. they show you hieroglyphics, but again, there's no no words, no talking. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I think I generated more trouble than I should have mm-hmm. when I reviewed this for PlayStation, the official magazine, before I worked there. It's official. You had to do, do and give it And I gave it an 8. <gasps> that is like, the worst score you can give a game. Yeah, well, this is very pretty, but it's also... It was like 15 or $20, so, and it's it's over in two hours, and... Eh. And to be fair, like, I... I had played it through mostly single player, and then like I'd played a little bit of the, the co-op. Like, I just mm-hmm. had to set up a session with Sony and coordinate it and it's like okay now this is what it's like when someone's in your game huh but like we didn't play through the whole thing even though it's only like a two hour game mm-hmm. I didn't either and, and then you told yeah. me what happens when you finish the game with a co-op partner and it's pretty fucking beautiful yeah, well it's it's like it changes the dynamic of mm-hmm. so many bits like so there's there's a bit toward the end where you have to go through all these snowy mountains and you are constantly losing heat Mm-hmm. And in single player, it is this battle to stay alive while you make it to like the next resource where you can sort of refill your scarf energy before you have to go out into the snow and, and lose more heat, whatever. But if you have a co-op partner, you're constantly feeding off each other. And so you mm-hmm. can explore more freely. Yeah. Yeah. I never had that problem because I had the co-op port- partner for the second half of the game entirely. Yeah. But this and isn't the- like an online game where it's like, hey, my friend's playing. I can just jump online with him. You hey, can't, he's like, never choose like eight times in Journey. You can't choose who you play with. You get the names at the end. You don't yeah. even know who they are mm-hmm. until but the end of the game. I also felt bad because like the next issue, like the editor-in-chief, his front page letter was basically explaining why I'd given it an 8. So I I felt bad. It caused trouble. The story I just told about Journey, uh, I I was pretty sure that was a person who came in the game, but it also would have been just as reasonably compelling a moment had the game designed that 
in single player. Yeah. If somebody I didn't know beckoned me in a language I couldn't understand to come look at something, mm-hmm. and like I can see someone designing that aspect. Well, and like, but it, well, but it you just can some... also leave the other player behind. Totally, when they're gone right. from but your that's game. the thing he didn't, and that was so, what was so creepy about it because he sends that little echo out to you, mm-hmm. and he just kept turning around and looking at me, and like it, it haunts me to this day. I got to hear more of these sounds. The whole thing is walking around until you find like these other versions of your scarf that are sticking uh, out of the ground. There are all these little floaty. <laughs> bits of fabric that seem to be sentient and you just call to them and they come to you and they they lift you up for like these super jumps that are key to getting Mm -hmm. around this big beautiful ruined landscape and uh, I remember like I was looking up articles about Journey and saying things like this wordless game about walking through a desert just racked up a shit ton of awards like well that's only part of it is is this desert and that is a really big part of it But, like, there's also, like, these really strange sequences. You're exploring these ruins. And there's a bit that's, like, it it feels like it's on the ocean floor. And it's really dark yeah. and kind of foreboding. That's where I stopped playing. Like, really? I, I was, I was playing with someone. I was playing with someone. We got, we got separated. And I, I had somewhere I had to go. So I'm like, all right, I'm done. And I always meant to go back and play, but like I don't know. When you're that far, do you want to retrace your steps? And I don't know if there's a continue system. And at this point, it's on my PS3 that I. Yeah. I don't know. Is it on? Is that that's on PS4 it as is, well? Right? It is. I the answer it. is every PS3 game is on a PS4 now, Dave. Like every <laughs> single one, every one that matters, pretty and much. And just like Limbo, this like that game company has not made. They haven't published a new game in the four years since this one's. Well, come after out. this game came out, the you know one of the co-creators yeah, of it, he left yeah. the company, and so yeah. I think they've just been trying to figure out what they are after this. Now, Michael, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, you were one of the first people on I Earth love, to. Uh, I love this story. Oh, this is true. This yes, no, I remember this, and this tells so when, you what year did you review it? Uh, twenty. It was 2012. 2012, yeah. so four years ago. Uh-huh. And when you saw it revealed, when I it saw was... It for the very first time, this will give you an idea of how long it's been since we thought Last Guardian was coming out. Because uh, we were at E3, covering E3, I think in... I guess it would have been 2011. I think it was 2010. 2010? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So 2010, and... It's getting toward the end of the third day, and my editor too, yeah. tells me, like, okay, there's Sony just tell us they're having a secret event. Uh, it's in this room. Go see it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I bet it's going to be Last Guardian. It's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for Last Guardian. And instead, I saw Journey, and I was like, Man. what is this? But and it was sort of mad about it. I, I sort of was, because, number one, it wasn't Last Guardian. And Dude. number two, I think it's very difficult to get across what makes a game like Journey special yes. without playing it. But, uh, but to, po- to point it out, we'd seen at least one trailer for Journey. It had been one or two years, and you're just like, well, this has to be the time where they reveal it. Yeah. I mean, Last Guardian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, The Last Guardian. This has to be the, this has to be what they're showing, because uh-huh. they revealed this a year ago. They showed the first like trailer last ago. year, so it's 2010. Like, yeah. let's see this thing. And, uh, uh-huh. we, and it's so we, unfair to Journey, but like... It's fun to laugh at. And it, <laughs> but it's already mistaken. Yeah, but it was like, it, like that context. I remember it was just like it's such a weird way to see a game. Like you are punch drunk after and like an entire week of E three. You just want to go home and, and yeah. Sleep. Sony comes like waltzing into the into like your press like so, it, hey. for for Game Pro it was like yeah they came to our like we had a, like a dedicated press room. And wow. they're like, uh, uh, you guys want to people? Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you guys want to go see a new game? I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. 
but like like my brain is so fried at that point. I'm like, is this my favorite game of E3? Just because it's the last, like, and that's so funny. I, when I think back to my last appointments at E three, it was usually just the cleanup of yeah, like, like, what uh, what haven't we seen yet? Well, so I almost got to say something about Tennis Two K. Earth or Defense Force yeah. is over there. Like it's it's Dynasty two Warriors okay. over. Uh, though one of my last uh, appointments at E three was with uh, Suda Fifty One. I always love interviewing him, mainly because like. If I get ten minutes with him, five minutes like sell your game. Yeah, this game is showing. Last five minutes, wrestling, and then he's always like, "I do love wrestling." And we just talk about wrestling. New Day rocks. I just I remembered <laughs> last year very fondly uh, at the Sony press conference. Last Guardian, it's coming. Mm. Yep. Where is it? <laughs> Where the fuck is it? It's maybe supposed we'll, to be out this year. It's totally. It's, maybe it's, we'll get it's almost a year to the day. Oh yeah, we are. This is reminding me to think about our E3 coverage oh, on LaserTimePodcast.com. We did stream live reactions of yeah. most of the. Let's um, maybe not do PC Gamer this year. Maybe not, but <laughs> well, annoyingly, oh, for, e, four hours. EA is on Sunday now. And so oh, we gotta. We either gotta be here at one o'clock on Sunday and do oh, EA. Shit. You're doing on Sunday. Your church going or lighter. not? Yeah. yeah, I just can't. I can't turn my back on Jesus. EA. I, I, right. I love, watch Family Guy. I don't know. I love Mr. Lord. He's the best. <laughs> well, no, it's at one p.m. So it's an afternoon Sunday. So your lazy Sunday gets ruined by oh, EA. Man. All right. Well, Journey is a fantastic game. Uh, and they don't say words. They don't say words at all. <laughs> so, yes, other than the, the beginning of Super Meat Boy and the fake language in Brothers, I defy you to find any words in these games other than the tutorials. I uh, wouldn't have put it also on this list. I wouldn't have subbed it out, anything out. But The Maw is another game that has no Oh, The Maw is good, second. yeah. I, I, the Maw Except is really it does underrated. have one word that's repeated over and over again. I mean, that, it's a guttural sound. Mm-hmm. Nah, you're right. It is a word. Yeah. But fine. Uh, fine. I was also going to do uh, Karateka, like the, the reboot wow. that Jordan Mechner did a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but I knew none of you guys would have played it. Nope. So In most Atari <laughs> games. Yeah. They can't even put words on the screen. Well, like and and even even like going back through NES games, mm-hmm. like oh, so many of these have text. Like I was thinking, oh, Zelda's wordless. No, it no isn't. Uh, Mario's not wordless. Mm-hmm. Your princess, princess in another says, castle. Yeah. Come on, everybody says everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. so All right, let's use our words. Yeah, to... let's use our words <laughs> to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about new releases, news, Homefront, Doom, other cool stuff. So stay tuned. like laser time shows then you might like bonus time laser times weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time here's a taste of what you've been missing you want to go through game journalism days of your heidi she's like but i found all these other jump drives from you and these are all from like our era in the games press <laughs> yeah. that i've been slowly throwing out 512 megabytes Five, yeah. we've made wow. bigger podcasts <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh i wonder what i'm gonna stick it in and see the, what's on the in a preview Whoa, wow. for Jumper Griffin story. <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> oh, oh, man. What the 
fuck? Uh, can you read a sentence from that? Taking in a viewing of the Banff Happy Jumper trailer, oh, you might be bracing yourself for seeing another game movie tie-in starring Hayden Christensen and Samuel L. Jackson. Hey, that's not a bad line. They've been in a lot of movie yeah. tie-in games together. Uh, but you'd be wrong, young Padawan. Uh, central in the film, they, though they are, Jumper's Griffin's story allows Jamie Bell's character, the immensely irritating Jimmy from King Kong, that was a reference I thought <laughs> everyone would get. Um, <laughs> unfolding a different plot that intersects the events wow. of the film because it was an interquel or That something. is way yeah. too good for a Jumper Griffin story preview. Thanks, Dave. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime. Starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our stunning and savory second mm. segment. Sure. Suck it, sure. Let's jump right in with. Homefront, the revolution. This week we choose not to. That is yeah. the biggest release of the week. Sure. Yeah. The biggest original release of the week, let's say. Yeah. Or even even an release Overwatch of Doom World. Yeah. We'll get, well, ten, okay. that came out Overwatch last week, isn't, technically. Isn't, yeah. Uh, Doom was out last we'll week. Get, we'll yeah. get to Doom. Homefront. Homefront. Uh, you're the biggest Homefront fan I know, Michael. I am. I, I actually have a soft spot for the original. I thought it was a flawed was, but yeah. kind of fun game. It was overhyped was the problem. Like It, yeah, had, it, was so it had fucking bus stop ads, which is like only... Like, Assassin's Creed and Rockstar games show up on bus stop ads, and for a reason, because they're big games. Yeah. This is like, Homefront, really? Well, they spent- that's when we saw the correlation, because they said how much they spent. Yeah. yeah. And they spent all, like... Oh, this was like THQ spending every yeah, last they were dollar spending, they had, They like- were spending more on marketing, and, and the THQ crowing about, like, and we're seeing returns on games that get fives and sixes. Yeah, and- well, I think they saw that the... Um, moderately well-reviewed Assassin's Creed when it first came out spent like it was a mega blockbuster not, and it was not, treated that way. I'm not judging. I'm sitting uh, at a microphone of at least eight shows that I feel would do way better if anybody else in the world knew about them and they don't because we have no marketing Marketing budget. is very important. It's just about like People want to find ways to waste their time. Maybe, like if you could point them in a direction. Maybe but, don't drop a bunch of red balloons in the San Francisco yeah, Bay. Maybe yeah. don't do that. Did I do that? No, uh, the Homefront did. Yeah. Oh, it did? Why? But the, yeah, the original promo thing. The did. original Homefront was kind of like this strange, mediocre shooter that had yeah. like a script by John Milius, John who wrote Conan and is the inspiration mm-hmm. for Big Lebowski's Walter Sobchak. Owns 5% wow. of Star Wars and <laughs> yeah. uh, E.T. because of his friendship with Spielberg and Lucas. He has yeah. a documentary all also about him. Also wrote Red Dawn. Yeah. He's uh, like the one Republican in Hollywood. That's what he's known for. Well, that, that's the thing that in the documentary. There's a great documentary about him. I think it's just called John. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's just like, no, he just wanted to build a persona for himself. So, like, you can have a meeting with this screenwriter, but this guy might show up with a gun. Yeah. So in Homefront, and, and he's made successful things. In Homefront the Revolution, do you meet a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> you, you, you do not Deep find reference. a stranger in oh, the find Alps. Uh, you ruined your own joke, Dave. Okay. But, uh, uh, that, that last year of THQ is amazing because they were spending yeah. money like there was no tomorrow because there wasn't. Yeah. And they knew like we gotta go into <laughs> we gotta go into debt spending like we're uh, we're gonna be existing next year because maybe we'll trick people and they will yeah. buy it. Like 
Obviously, kind of how I see Square's approach to Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Like yep. that David, thing will never be as popular as how much you're spending it. Dave and I were there at the last THQ WWE event, mm, and yeah. at that one, they were like, "We've the, the THQ president presented it, and he was mm. like." We've spent more this year on WWE than we've spent in any year before. Clearly, we're very committed to WWE. And it even got me for a second. You're like, well, then I guess they are sticking around because they spent all this money on 10 out of 10, I guess. The reason I brought up John Milius was just to say, hey, flashy celebrity writer. I think Milius' work on the game created a lot of really interesting world building. And it was clearly meant to be revisited in later games, and they would develop this more. That is all over. That all got jettisoned. He's had a stroke since then. He cannot speak. Oh. Well, hold really? On. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Uh, According to Doc, but he did still write, and he's still he's yeah. still writing. But that but was like front, uh, so. The first home front, the plot was under Kim Jong Un, who was just about to come to power at the time. He unites the Koreas and under the guise of being a peacemaker, like creates this huge pan-Asian coalition, essentially peacefully conquering all of Asia, mm-hmm. goes on the offensive against other countries and invades America and knocks out all our satellites and takes over military. I knew we were awesome. Someone's going to come get us at some point. <laughs> yeah. This is a bit different in that it's like it's an alternate future where North Korea somehow beat us to the punch by a few years technologically coming up with like personal computers in 1972 uh, inventing iPhones and iPads like in 2004 boy that is real fantasy stuff because like they literally can't eat they they can't make those (laughs) somebody described it as their lights go out at nine like fucking children in North Korea so this North Korea uh, somehow becomes a technology giant and the world's richest and most advanced nation so Mm. we buy all of our weapons from them rather Uh. than the rest of the world buying their weapons from Instead us. Instead of making our own weapons yeah, like exactly. we ought in a military Do they all still complex. have the same haircut? Huh? <laughs> they all still have the same haircut? Like uh, the Kim Jong-un haircut. By the way, isn't that Kim illegally... What? You would, Michael, you would look great with the Korean. Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Henry, we should do that with your hair. <laughs> what, just a big swoop back? I don't know, Mo Howard. Shave the side and then swoop our it back. Our president has his haircut, therefore everyone must. <laughs> anyway, so all of our weapons and devices are North Korean, and we also owe them a bunch of money, and then America defaults on its debt, and North Korea is like, fuck this, and it turns out there's a secret switch in all the devices and weapons. They just turn them all off and then come in and take over. And so you're a resistance fighter in an... I didn't realize going in, so I played this last night. It is open world. Whoa. Um, so it's it's a little bit like an urban Far Cry. So needlessly ambitious. Uh, so <laughs> Revolution takes place after the first game, right? Or is it before? Uh, no, it's it's, it's a pre- in a completely different timeline. Oh, just, oh, just this classic that's what I'm saying. They threw Not out even, all the world building just from the first this game. classic franchise. Uh, I didn't yeah, even realize that. Wow. Man. So they, it's not even like a soft reboot. It's just like. Wow! Just it's Henry, you reboot. read all those Homefront novels for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> why did you, Why did you just call it Akari Warriors? Yeah, oh, that'd be just so like, cool. Or Front Home, or why? Why would War. Deep Silver spend even the money on the brand? Because it was cheap, and they were picking the bones because of because THQ. it has just enough recognizability yeah. to make it uh, to raise its profile. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's open world again. It's open world. Um, you know, I've I've been playing it. I had a little bit of fun. I thought that it was really kind of slow to get off the ground because it it puts you through a bunch of you know not really interactive cutscenes that all unfold in first person, and then you're like having to yeah just walk through this world and find some tools to let yourself in. I'm like, when am I gonna get a gun? <laughs> and about 45 minutes in, after uh, like getting through like a 
first-person interrogation cutscene. Like, finally, they just give me a gun. It's like, all right, you're a hero now. Go out and save the world. Yay! And, you know, once I got out there, it's it's kind of fun. The shooting is in- interesting. The world is fun to explore. Well, I've heard that it's very laggy and has very um, few frames per second. And I've heard that uh, it's, it's a, uh, so it's a live pretty game. Choppy. I mean, the yeah, open world I, aspect I, to it is live and. Uh, yeah. So, it's like, live? right now on Metacritic... Integrated with other at, people. No. At Metacritic, it's... No. No. single player. Really? Okay, that's yeah. bad. Ooh. At Metacritic, it's it's sitting at a 57 right now. Ooh, nice. That's, Again, that's seven more than some, 50. Somehow, like, it's always Spanish sites that get the jump. Oh. IGN Spain, 71. Hobby Consolas, 68. Well, I, our, our president just took our water, 7. Yeah. Well, I could see Game Deep Blog. Silver. GameBlog.France. Deep Silver is... <laughs> Deep Silver's based in Europe, so they can ah. get those copies out faster than pass them around in America. That's sure what that. I would think. Uh, yeah. Or just have an event a month ago and bring people to that. Try and bring so, that shit to my fat, rich, spoiled so, ass. So, uh, I'll show you what I'll review something So with. I was trying to get this last night. The console versions went live at 9 p.m., as God intended, mm-hmm. uh, for us on the on the West Coast. Yeah, the, uh, West Coast. the PC version did not go live until Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., and even then, only for, like, North America and a couple other regions, and then the rest of the world uh, got it on May 20th. Mm. Ah. So, now I, in the future for us now. 520! <laughs> uh, and uh, I think the Jim Sterling's quote on the Metacritic page is my favorite. I need to just watch this whole review, but... Um, Simply put, Homefront the Revolution Homefront the Revolution is outclassed in its bracket by every other big budget game released this generation, and that's without getting into how shockingly shit the PC version is. This game made me feel unwell. It bored me to tears and it inti- and it irritated the piss out of me. Also it has co op. <laughs> so yeah, there's a I think I don't think that the campaign has co op. There's like a separate mode. Where you can like do co-op mode? missions like uh, with other players. Mode and Call of Duty. Nah. But I, this, I was interested in the story behind this, and I, one of my favorite uh, pieces of games journalism that I saw was um, after the first Homefront came out, and they shut down the developer for that. Mm-hmm. The developers came out of the woodwork to say like. We had no money. They were cutting budgets all the time. They were putting all the money in THQ Toronto, a studio that no longer exists. Mm-hmm. They were putting all the money into there, and they talked about how, like, the the, the saddest story was <laughs> their toilets didn't work, oh. and they were peeing into a urinal that pee would not go down, oh, no. and they had to put a bucket under it, and uh, they called... They called the bucket their studio name because they're like, we just get the piss that falls on uh, us. Like, we can't. So Toronto gets all the chaos. good ones. Henry, how are you telling that story without gagging? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, the author of the own And I'm distancing yeah. it. Where here. do they put yeah. their boogers? Please. All right. <laughs> as long as you bring up the original Homefront again, I want to say it did have some really good moments. Like, on the one hand, yes, there were the weird, questionable product placements, like, why am I fighting to defend a TigerDirect.com store and a White so, Castle? That's so crazy. Uh, but Tiger on the other Direct. hand, like, there's some great bits like where you discover the North Koreans digging a mass grave for Americans and everybody Oof. freaks out. There's uh, the, the finale on like where you take back the Golden Gate Bridge, which is really cool for a San Franciscan. There's a bit where this must have cost most of their budget right here. One of your guys like drives a, a van filled with white phosphorus into the midst of a bunch of Korean soldiers, blows it up remotely, and when the van comes in, it's playing Elvis Presley's Burning Love, which I thought was fantastic. (laughs) That's a good joke for probably $40,000. Speaking of good jokes, 
I heard that they cut the budget so much on uh, Homefront mm-hmm. that it was originally How much? it was originally called Homefront and Back. What? And they cut the budget. Oh, they had to cut the only Homefront. Cut the back. I got. That. I got it. <laughs> what I else came out this week? <laughs> well, and this well, game was made first by Crytek UK, who then became a, and then Crytek UK sold yeah. off. Crytek UK was Free Radical before yeah. the makers yeah. of Time Splitters. And and you'll Hades. never get Time Splitters two four, so shut up. <laughs> but there are Time Splitters levels apparently in uh, in in Homefront. Really? What? Yeah, I, I just saw that as a headline today, and was like, huh, that's interesting. That's I'll have to check that out later. But so they then became Crytek UK, and then Crytek was like, we want to divest ourselves of things, including making a Homefront game. Somebody else take this. And then Deep Silver took it. Yeah. And they then renamed Crytek UK to whatever their dumb name is now. incredibly lucrative package deal with Saints Row. I think mm-hmm. it's yeah. Deep Silver Dambusters, or Dambusters uh, Deep Silver. Oh, Deep Silver. Someday someone's going to write a fascinating article about you. <laughs> I bet they... Oh. They gotta find some secretary who knows where the bodies are buried. And they're like, "Well, I did buy all the coke for this party, and then the other person got." Um, I, I've wanted to write this story forever because it's all based on one good Dead Island trailer. No, there's I, there's a team of like great like CGI mm-hmm. trailer makers, and like there's like you're you're attaching this to that shit. Yeah. Come on, yeah. called Blur. All and right, they we should made Deadpool. Yeah, there should uh, be other go, games. Go read the reviews for Homefront. Uh, also. Shadow of the Beast, speaking of... Never heard of it. Uh, I heard not good things about that remake. Strange Revivals. I I played, like, the first level and thought Mm. it was entertaining. It's a little bit... Well, it's very straightforward for a side-scroller in that you're just, you know, running from side to side, and then it's almost quick-timey. Like, it Mm. it reminded me a bit of Karateka, the remake, and, like, that's actually what prompted the, uh, hey, this is wordless, that's also wordless, let's do a thing about wordless games. I don't know, I didn't play, I never played this, so I had no affection for it. the best comes out of it. Mm. Like, was Shadow of the Beast a PS2 game? No, it was an Amiga game. Oh, like, that, seriously oh. Old well, school. there we go. And then okay. Genesis. <laughs> All right, yeah. But it yeah. was it was originally by Cynosis, oh. or yeah, Cynosis, sure. which yeah. also did Lemmings. And, and also Nick Arcade. Did you Nick Arcade? What? Yeah. Uh, we just did a Retronauts about Nick Arcade and that all those games were made by Psygnosis. Back really? Yeah, the games apparently. they play within the show that are yeah. awful, like when the tra- when the credits come up. Yeah, there's the owl. You see the owl logo. From, oh, I uh, also, also made all the great launch era PS1 racing games. Mm-hmm. Wipeout, Destruction Derby. Something we missed talking about on Nick Arcade was, that people pointed out to me was interesting was that Clarissa, uh, Melissa Joan Hart plays Sonic 2 but it is the Sonic 2 beta version yeah. that fans wow. have been like oh, looking wow. for forever. Like it's, uh, uh, a friend of the show, Heidi Kemps, wrote an article about uh, finding that on an emulator and handing it to Yuji Naka, wow. creator of Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it checked out that episode of Restaurants, by the way. Thanks so much for having us on, Bobby. Yeah. We have one more coming your way. I think. Yeah, sure. All right. There was another much cooler re-release yeah. this re- week. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. boom! Oh, wait, on was PS4. Kidding. No, that is the one I <laughs> no, no, mean. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So look, I love Valkyria. The first one, it was a one of the prettiest games ever. For its generation, one of the prettiest games. No, before the indie, the indie boom, it decided it stylized itself to set it apart from everything else, and yeah. nobody had done that in the AAA landscape. And it was one of the last games where Sega tried. Yeah, it was like, oh, you tried. Thanks. I, because I wish the, Tyler Nagata was here. Yeah, he, he had so many glowing. I, I loved it too. I loved it too because it was, it was taking the kind of you know strategy gameplay I love in tactics games like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, all that stuff, but making it more real tiny mm-hmm. uh, and also like kind of anime-y but good mature anime. Uh-huh. 
But then the sequels got bad. The, no. Yeah, the, the sequels got bad anime. Because the first one was like, no, you're soldiers. You're kind of young, but you're soldiers in a war and it's steampunk. Second one was like, you're all in high school. Have sexy hijinks. <laughs> yeah. And play it on a PSP so it can't look as good. It can't possibly that, look as I good. I was just thinking about that, how that apparently wasn't bad gameplay-wise, uh, but can't be remastered. No, it can't. And, so, and then they put out three, and it didn't mm. even come out in America. And oh, so... Man. Now, after the shocking success of it being on Steam, I think at least shocking to say of Japan, they then decided, like, oh, crap, we should make more of this. And so they first have ported it to the PS4. 30 bucks, pretty reasonable price for a really great game you probably didn't play. If you use the Amazon Laser Time link and you have Amazon Prime, 20% off that price. So uh, So 24 bucks, yeah. Uh, And it's to warm us up for a fourth Valkyrie Chronicles game, which... I hope we'll actually come to America. They haven't announced it for America yet. Come to America like Eddie Murphy, baby. We'll uh, see it happen. And not unlike coming to America, it also has gratuitous breasts hey, in that trailer. Your royal penis is clean. I know, but like that's one is the best Valkyria game. I, game. I doubt there'll be any uh, better than I, it. I kind of missed it be, the first time around, and then I but actually you were the Sony editor. I was the Sony editor, but the thing is, like starting on it, it's like okay, this does something that a lot of JRPGs of the time did. And Homefront also does, which is assume right off the bat that I'm deeply interested in the characters and world, and so it front loads a bunch of expository cutscenes. Yep. It just kind of like I'm sitting there like I just want to play a game. I don't want to watch these characters talk and get to know each other. I don't care who they are yet. You're describing me yeah. during most of Uncharted Four, and I know all those characters, and like, yeah. but still, let's get started. Yeah. But I want to be the best at war. But then uh-huh. uh, I I ended up getting tapped to do the review of the PC remaster for IGN, uh-huh. and so then I played through it all. And I was like, this game is amazing. It it really is like XCOMy and uh, ooh, nice speaking my language. Yeah, so yeah. if you don't have a good, oh yeah, it's very XCOMy. Uh, if you don't have a good PC, because I'm sure you own it for free on Steam. I own it on Steam because I bought the humble bundle that Sega did that basically gave it away. Uh, but if you don't own a gaming PC, this is the best way to play Valkyria. Also, if you just own kind of an okay yeah. PC, Salt and Sanctuary will probably run okay on it, and that's out this week for PC okay. as well. Okay, that's from uh, Scott Studios, I believe. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's two- their two D Dark Souls. Yeah, and yeah, okay. yeah. well, they're a good studio. They did a uh, dishwasher and uh, I wait, said uh, pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. Yeah, pick up, yeah. Pick up, pick up all their games. Pick up all their games. Last chance for fatty. Uh, <laughs> also, coming to PS4 are two kind of odd choices for PS2 classics: uh, Wild Arms 3 Ooh. and Kinetica. And uh, Kinetica like... was a game about bikini women in motorcycle oh, suits. Finally, finally, yeah. Yeah, it was just very, really weird. Like, very what? strange. Well, I guess all the other Wild Arms are on the are yeah, on backwards the one and two are already yeah. on PSN. Yeah, so but Wild Arms three is a game I would love to revisit because I I got it for PS two and like put off playing it for ages and like had time to play it for like an hour and it's like this art style is amazing. Yeah, I just uh, love the idea of a, a western, beautifully theme, animated, yeah, a yeah. western themed RPG is maybe like I, right up my alley. Maybe I could give three a chance. One it was the only one I played oh, I and that one so much. and I did. Really like one, but it was also the thing I was playing while waiting for Final Fantasy. Exactly. That's what Wild Arms was. Yeah. And it was a fine thing to play while waiting for Final Fantasy to come and out. Now you have 10 years between it, Final yeah. Fantasy yeah. games. Enjoy now, yourself. Now, my entire career as a games journalist yeah. was what I did while waiting, waiting for a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. 
And before we move on, one release from last week Mm -hmm. that we need to get to because it came out on Friday after Mm -hmm. we'd recorded. Doom. I'm so excited. It's so good. I do not have it yet, but uh, I hope to. You doom not have it yet? Ah, <laughs> uh, someday I might wow. find a copy. But I, I'm I'm so excited. Every single video I've liked. There's so many things. Everything around it. I seem like the collectibles, the Easter eggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, this is such a funny reverse. That like, Deep Silver sends out Homefront Revolution mm-hmm. early. Gets crappy reviews, but there's the holdback doom from everybody, and now and it only got positive buzz all weekend. Well, there's no correlation there, but uh, if you have a shitty first-person shooter, maybe don't watch it against Doom. It's only yeah. happened four times. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe don't. Out of all days maybe to don't. do it, maybe don't. Do they it. held but, it back so long that uh, some outlets were not that good at playing it. And look, <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. So Doom, look, we can. I I I cannot throw any stones because certainly. I'm bad at throwing them. Because I, yes. uh, you, there, you cannot. Yeah, I'm, there's I wish lots you could, of footage I wish of me being bad at your Metal Gear stream after your comment. Because I wanted to play it stealthily, damn it! Yes, giving no thought to anybody watching. And in retrospect, horrible and in retrospect, yes, I should, probably should have just gunned everybody down. Being yes. bad at a video game is does not mean you're a bad journalist or bad at judging a game's ability to is be that, played. Is this the polygon thing? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I saw that, and I hate to be a buzzkill and to be a terrible person about it, but having captured a ton of video throughout my career in the games industry, it is one very hard to be both. Uh, a player and a cinematographer. Yeah. And that's what most yeah. video people are required yeah. to do. And you've worked with a ton of video people. And outside of the wonderful Andy Bauman, who knows games, I haven't worked with that many video people who can play every game with no instructions. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I mean, it's, this could be a situation where, like, it's literally like he's at a event and... Or this person is at an event and they just say, like, oh, take footage. And it's, like, what? No, a, I don't even know. It's like, a different, I, sti- I it's a different yeah. style of playing. If you've never played games while talking, yeah, it sucks level. and it's hard and it's a skill that I don't even... I don't think I have. So doom. My bad. But this, <laughs> this is a doom uh, controversy yeah, just, yeah. these idiots keep talking about. Dave fucking, brought it up. Yeah, Dave brought it up. But so did our Facebook group. Yeah. And, and not, not bashing anybody. I just I have the utmost sympathy for... That somebody's calling out somebody's yeah. Doom abilities and the review is in mm. question based on the video they posted. Yeah. No, not Ed. Right it's out. fucking shitty. There's so, how many ways do you yeah. need to be no, a I'm, shitty I'm, gamer? I'm saying Ed the comments. Oh. <laughs> All right, so it's but, awful. What is but Doom the, looks what Doom is looks it? like yeah. everything I want in a yes, shooter. Yes, it is. No pretense. Doom but, is. It feels like both a revival and a sequel to the original ooh. Doom. In that it starts you out with. Basically, no exposition. You just wake up in a room, chained to a slab, and you break free. You shoot some demons. You get your armor, and you're just kicking ass. There's no real tutorial, no real explanation. You're just blasting through demons in a Mars facility. And in that respect, it feels a lot like the original Doom, in which you're just dropped into a level, and you start kicking ass. And then it does have a story that emerges as you play through. And the reason I say sequel is because this is not only a world where they understand what the demons are and actually have automated warnings in in the PA that say things like hell infestation at intolerable levels, whatever. Uh, (laughs) So this is a world that has actually harnessed energy from hell and been doing it for, I'm guessing, hundreds of years, because they say at the beginning that, like, oh, yeah, the, do- the Doomarine, his sarcophagus was found alongside an ancient combat suit that we're wow. calling the Praetor suit, and like, it's... So, yeah, if, if, you're, if your Doomarine combat suit is ancient, it's clearly been a while mm. since the I first like games. I yeah. just, and I want to throw a shout-out to its reversible uh, cover. 
Yeah. I oh, wish everybody man. did it, especially when your real cover is that dull. Yeah, <laughs> every cover is going to be crappy. Just uh, just have a What's on the other side? One. Uh, it just looks like an old Doom logo. Yeah, it's an old Doom logo of a dude surrounded by demons and yeah, shooting them, right. man. And yeah, I'm. I, you know, I had had my doubts about this game because, like, they I mean, felt like they've worked on it for ten years, I'd say. And uh, Bethesda it, has a track record of taking an old PC franchise and restoring it to yeah. modernity. Mm-hmm. But it's just yeah. it went through. Like, it got bought. It, it John Carmack left. Like, all these changes were happening. It there were stories of like. Um, uh, the glass door reviews for id were very bad like a lot of people are talking about how there were stops and starts canceled games them not knowing what they were doing with doom for like 10 years and now finally this doom comes out like all forgotten like it's just a good it's just a great game apparently there were no ads saying that this game would make me its bitch well, yeah. I mean, it's so. it's smart move there. Yeah. It's very fast. The when there's mm. combat, like demons just get piled on, and you're just running all over the place, smashing them. Once you've shot them enough, they do this thing where they like start glowing and staggering, and then you just can run up and just like punch their heads off, and you get extra health for mm. it. It's a really quick, frenetic experience. You never have to reload your guns because I that's stupid. Love it. You love just, it. Like I have twelve bullets in my shotgun, and I just just fire them all off and never have to hit. X. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want this so much. <laughs> if yeah, anybody so, has an extra copy, please. So go go play Doom. It's a lot of fun. And we should move along to... No. Oh. oh, what about Overwatch? Next week? Next week. Uh, in the news this week, Overwatch is not a new release. Apparently if you buy it, it turned out like you get it a day early. That's kind of news, but I didn't put it in the list of news because it's just one day. Anyway. I can't believe you guys are talking over... How will people know it's news? It was sacrosanct. <laughs> yeah. But Dave, yeah, you pulled together I, this news, away, so why yeah. don't you present it to us? Uh, well, we'll start with, um, because this is a video game podcast, let's talk about some movies. Sure. There is a Tetris movie in the works. I, uh. I, I can't believe this is in a parody story, but a $80 million budget... <laughs> Tetris movie that is being made with both U.S. and Chinese companies working in conjunction, <laughs> and mm. I, I I don't know if there's anything really else to say about that. How would you make it? It would be really interesting if it were about Alexei Pezhitnov in yeah. the Soviet 80s. But they want to make it a trilogy, so what happened after that? I would he guess got superpowers yeah. and then teamed up with Hank <laughs> Rogers. It, there's the story he of the... Into an animus and made all games. Yeah, there's the story of the Z and the S blocks, then there's the L block, then there's the Tetris block. Uh, it, it's just that, like, again, this looks bad and this is stupid, and I don't mean to... You're, you're right for calling this stupid, everybody. But $80 million is not an expensive Hollywood film. I believe the uh, Civil War was $300 million oh, in production expenses, yeah. plus marketing. Is it $80 million for the trilogy or just for that movie? That's, I mean, that's, that's... It looks like for the movie that they want to be a trilogy, and like, I'm a guy who spends most of his day rediscovering lost crap. Mm. I'm... A Tetris trilogy ensures me a future. <laughs> I am dying to see what they come up with, with, like, a Tetris yeah, movie. And what if... And again, I can say that, like, yeah, show, I can say it with a giant shitting grin. Show me what you got. Can you imagine? Show me what you got. But then I can also, like, well, then there's also the chance that it's good. That's yeah. impossible. Can you imagine the views you get on on a video saying, I don't, I don't want to review... I'm not going to review the Tetris movie. I'm the biggest Tetris fan that there ever has been. It meant I'm so much to my record. childhood. It meant so much to my childhood. This Tetris is sullying 
Yeah, the legacy it's not of that I hate women, it's just that I think their <laughs> vaginas are filthy. Uh, so the producer <laughs> yeah. the producer on it is the guy who facilitated the making of one of the worst films ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Food Fight. Oh, one of that's the executive cr- we wrote producers. A- Wait, lo- Food Fight's not even out, so... Uh, yes, it is. It is. Wait, Food you Fight? You can watch Oh, wait, I'm thinking of a fucking sausage party, sorry. No, no. Food Fight was the... <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbits for brands? Yep. Okay. What if, grocery what if store. Mr. Clean and the Vlasic Pickle person could team up on an adventure with Charlie Sheen? Uh-huh. This did happen, yeah. uh, and the, it's one of the... It has... Uh, just look up Food Fight. We did an article on... Um, Product placement in animated films because it doesn't happen yeah. that often. There are actually FCC regulations that say you can't on on but, television. But so they make this movie that's full it's of incredible. It, like, but it also is made for about eight dollars, even though the guy got no, tens of millions of dollars. But they literally lost the film. Well, yeah, I think what happened there was that yeah they they lost it they, at a one stage in production yeah. and it was never finished past that they, they stage. They lost, I think, $50 million worth of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> had to start and, over. And, uh, but hey, those uh, California and, 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 To make it even great. more interesting, it looks like subterfuge within the company <laughs> yeah. that they maybe did it like, ah, now we need more money to make the film again because the first one's... It, it's <laughs> crazy, the story of Food Fight. And the, the idea that that person We're is not going to tell it here. That person is ever allowed to have money again. Shows you yeah. how powerful the Tetris franchise is. Because, like, if you're pitching a video game movie to anybody, like, well, I, I, I don't play League of Legends. Tetris! But what does China give a crap about Ch- Tetris? Uh, China likes big blockbusters. Yeah, yeah I mean, they do. But... Blockbusters? No, no, no. Let me be more specific. China likes garbage, pure and simple. <laughs> like, the only reason we're getting more Transformers movies is because China they likes like them. They like for our blockbuster movies they that like tertiary Chinese characters that well, uh, are in two scenes. Before the communists took over Hong Kong, they made a lot of uh, amazing action films and also just great films. You watch your and, mouth! <laughs> uh, but uh, then uh, the communists weren't so into great films because artists might uh, not agree with totalitarianism. Unless you're battling blocks or Autobots. That's the bummer of like yeah. uh, communism, man. Like That movie Hero, I really liked it, but when you realize that it's about how great communism is and how you should let a guy take <laughs> over everything because he'll make peace, that's fucked up! Like that's a fucked up message put on this film. Well, also, fuck, is this in, I don't know if that's in your news, but that Nintendo's like, yeah, yeah we're open to movies now. Yeah, they are. Which is another. It's in the same vein of like apps and amiibos, where it's like, okay, you're way too late, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad you finally feel that way. Like, I mean, we're we're about to watch the Angry Birds movie crash and burn so well, we, hard. We just had a Ratchet and Clank movie. Yeah, like a a proper Mario animated movie, like. That's the best it can that would uh, Yeah, it has to be so, done. It, have you been tracking the Angry Birds stuff? That, like, no. it, it I think opened, it did all right. In oh, the, the it opened internationally news. before mm-hmm. it hit the U.S. So, oh. like, they're making their money first where they know it's going to be made, mm-hmm. and then they're going to try the U.S. Well, they, had really? a 40 million, they had a $40 million opening weekend, which is good. Where? Good. Uh, out, no, yeah, everywhere in America. Yeah. Fucking Micronesia. Yeah. But, uh, no, the Nintendo movie news to me, uh, so it like, was an interview with Kimishima. The we're desperate, and our stockholders have spoken. Yeah. No. So first, uh, we're going to harness the power of Mitomo to create a film, and then Animal Crossing. That's a game I've dreaded loading for the last three weeks. Yeah, uh, me too. But, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, I, uh, but, the, no, the movies they want to make, I get the feeling they're going to stick animated because... I think you I look would. back uh, in the last couple of years. They made those 
Pikmin short films. They made that Star Fox short film. They like the control you get over animation, and a lot of animation can be done in Japan, so they don't have to trust somebody in Hollywood. I mean, yes, yeah. but th- that's not going to be how it shakes out. No, and, I mean, even if they make it in Japan, Hollywood, somebody in Hollywood's got to distribute going, it, and they've got to get their fingers on this Mark my thing. words, they will try a deal with the devil as they try and salvage themselves as a game company. Yeah. We are going to see some garbage films. I, I don't know. Them, I mean, know. there's, like, just... Do two things. One, make a CGI Mario movie. Like that's like R- Ratchet and Clank. Mario would have to talk. Fine. Who can? No, like, I do. It's gonna make, suck. Uh, also, oh my god! But, if we don't get to the end, it will never save it the mini mall. Like it. But take take most of your money and put it into a live action Legend of Zelda movie that is like Lord it of the Rings. Will never happen. You'll never get that. Right, the Japanese don't want to make Lord of the Rings. They want to make bad anime. <laughs> that's what they want to make. They understand the making time. that and they'll make it All again. The time. Like that's what they'll... there's always a MacGuffin with a prophecy. In so, a... But as a kid, like those are the two things I imagined. Yeah, like, but you never. No, they, no, but I'm, I'm an adult what... now, and like I never want to see a Zelda movie. No, never, yeah. ever, ever, ever. I'm kind of on the same page. But never. The thing with, I mean, what would you rather? have with a Mario CG animated film? Would you rather I, have... Wait, let me give you the two options. Would you rather have warmed over anime cliches mm-hmm. with it, with Mario uh, reaching to be the very best and facing his rival and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather have warmed over uh, DreamWorks cliches of smirky Mario Neither. and basically a bunch of improvised stuff by Saturday Night Live Neither. cast members? Steve Carell re- Mario. I'm just fucking <laughs> dreading the whole thing. <laughs> what I would like to see Darren is... Darren like, kill him. Here, here's, my, here's my pitch. And I'll help any way I can for free, Nintendo. Uh-huh. Uh, you ready for this? This okay. is going to blow your minds. F-Zero meets Cannonball Run. Uh-huh. Mm. The world loved Wacky Races and Mad Max. And they're combining both in comics right now. Mm. Please allow me to help make you an F-Zero movie that is all about action and nonstop yeah. winking that is just like F-Zero GX. Or Nintendo could oh. literally just go to Disney and be like, can you make these for us? Yeah. Like, make a, Pix- bias, please make, make a Pixar. Please go to Mario. Sony because they're in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm telling Henry, you. pursuant to your earlier question, either of those options that you presented would be way better than, hey, I'm Mario, your main man, your Ramadan, your can of Spam. Oh, yeah. We're in a, we're in a, I'm Mario, here comes the smolder. We're, uh-huh. uh, we're in a post-Marvel Studios world, so I don't think you'd ever get anything. Like, that's what we saw but with the diff- Assassin's Creed trailer last week. I think, but I still think that's different. The Assassin's Creed trailer has some authenticity to present itself with, whereas Zelda and Mario do not. Well, I, would I don't think you can make a great Mario cartoon, because Mario is first and foremost a game character with no story. He, he can't say words. He can't say words. He can't really do things. And you can't hear Charles Martinet's purposes. voice for 90 minutes. That would be excruciating. No. Uh, but what other news? I want to move on. Uh, the developers of Unraveled uh, revealed that they're working on a sequel with AA. So that's, that's nice. I liked, that's cool. I liked Unraveled. It was a cute yeah. little thing. Yeah. Uh, good platforming mechanics. And, uh, thanks to our bro for hooking us up with a free copy last year. No, I didn't get one. But then a list well, no, of that was... you don't say when you talk about right. how much you like a game. Hey, I really like that game. <laughs> the end. Period. Uh, cut out the other part there, Mike. Okay. Which part? The, no, keep this in. It's funny. <laughs> Uh, Project Spark is shutting down. The, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, they've already cut that? off. It's, it's been it on was, my hard drive forever. Yeah, it was uh, Xbox One, uh, Windows Ten game. That in had quotes, in it. it was the make your own game game, and Please. Conquer was in it. Conquer was an asset you could Please put into your us game. Yeah. I'll always remember the uh, when you and I saw it, Dave, mm-hmm. and like when it first first being showed off and. 
they had you uh, record a little dance on camera. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, you have footage of this? No. Waving your arms around and, like, scooting from left to right. That's why this game is no longer being made. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> but, no, yeah, it was, was kind of cool yeah. that it let you do your own mocap with a Kinect. Yeah. How well did it register a, a big giant Mick man, man baby? <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of the first. It was one it, of the my first. My cabbage patch was done flawlessly in that yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Halo pre-order shirt. Did it show up in the game? Yes. It was one of the first Microsoft uh, games shown off for the Xbox One, and it joins you know the uh, elephant graveyard of all these giants <laughs> that were shown off at the Xbox One reveal. Like, and you'll do this. No, you won't. And you'll There's do this. this you'll watch this. NFL while yeah. Halo. Uh, Halo. The Xbox has been my my. Uh, what do you call that? My Xbox Streaming has been my, like, yeah, my, my movie device. Yeah, mm. it's way better at that stuff. Yeah, like, I look at it all the, all the time. Like, like wh- who's online? Nobody playing games. <laughs> and I have hundreds of yeah. people on my friends list. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody playing games. Oh, did you? This isn't on the news list, but did you see the news that uh, Microsoft is releasing a bunch of inactive oh, gamer yeah. tags? So, yeah, that's really neat. So you can w- finally maybe get the gamer tag you always wanted yeah. because somebody has stopped using 420X Dog uh, <laughs> um, in the last uh, year. Uh, I want Boner farts Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafarte 69. <laughs> that's mine. Don't take it. Though they said like proper names will be in there. Like you never know. Like like Gertrude. Yeah, you could actually have just Henry. And you guys could get Henry. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should give it a shot. Oh, no, keeping Sir Mary legs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Shh, don't tell people. You said it a billion. Yeah, times. nobody. I look. You'll be my friend, and you yeah. will. We'll play nothing. So <laughs> be my friend. Go, go right ahead. You'll never see me playing anything either. Uh, I will avoid you when you open a chat window. Chris, uh, you'll like this. Disney Infinity, uh, some reported plans for the future of Disney Infinity were leaked. That blows. Uh, They were going to put out 12-inch figures. Man. 12 well inches as, of Spider-Man. I take yeah. 12 inch pieces. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, a line for Star Wars Rogue One, obviously. Yeah, Rogue One. And it, well, well, the potential was there. And, yeah. and it, Kotaku had a really good art, like follow-up article on the d- demise of Disney Infinity. Yeah, it was by Patrick Kleppik. It yeah, was a very good investigative piece. It was literally piece. journalism. And it's yeah. like, what happened here? And like, same thing with Amiibos, except it, in a much shorter cycle. That like, the first... Wave of Disney Infinity sold a shitload. Mm-hmm. They didn't produce enough uh, uh, figures, and they were all off the shelves and unavailable forever. Yeah. And then after that, they overproduced for two years. And, yeah. and I saw another. All... I saw other people po- posting like Disney Infinity is gone. All the collectors and bandits have come to take stuff. And I've been to Target three times this week. I don't want to say exclusively to check uh-huh. because, like, I do love those figures. You love those figures yeah. too, right, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. A uniform designed for Disney, Pixar, and Marvel and Star Wars characters is just great, and they all look great. They're all very they all well look designed. great in that style, yeah. And I want all of them. <laughs> and so. I, yeah, I remember in the article they said uh, the craziest example was when they made two. They're like, Hulk is going to be the most popular, and they were right. They sold a million Hulks, but they made two million Hulks. Uh-oh. And so, uh, well, they, they also made it exclusive with like the hundred and twenty dollar edition. That's the only way you could access Hulk uh-huh. when the game launched, and then you had to wait. Months before it came uh, out of stands, and like if we withhold this from people yeah. and, and sell it at premium buyers, uh, then obviously sales will pick up. The funniest thing was the Yondu part. Oh, like, they were for to not. What? Yeah, you tell you tell. that just fucking Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker's character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Woody, 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 woody. <laughs> uh. Like a guy who controls an arrow with his voice, and like like we couldn't we couldn't 
giveaway Yondus. <laughs> nobody wanted a fucking Yondu. And he was one of like eight characters we launched that week that nobody wanted. To respect and, all the actors, you got to make a toy geez, out of right. all and of them. And it's like, it's just, so. and like just, just me looking at it was like this weird example of like, Disney, you've made too much stuff and acquired too many things. You can't ever serve anybody. And I, I know this development is hard, but it's like, I don't know, who do we release this week? Kermit the Frog, Aladdin, or fucking Spider-Man? Like, why yeah. should that be a choice from one company? Well, they talked about how they had to, like, navigating all that stuff. It's, like, all those... Seems nuts. The Marvel people, the Star Wars people, the Disney people, the Pixar people, like, that seems and apparently like... the Lucasfilm people were dicks yeah. and required them to lump in Rebels... Yeah, if they like, were going to release anything yep. at all. And, and so, like, the, the, the we talked about it last week, I guess, but the meanest thing was, like, that conference call was all about how, like, yeah, we just licensed this game to EA and it sold 13 million copies, and this yeah. game sold 10 million mm-hmm. copies. Therefore, this is a better business deal, and we never do it mm-hmm. again. Like, that's kind of bullshit, and, like, yeah. you, you should really, I don't know, you shouldn't give up the future of this yeah. entire franchise, yeah. which I don't really like. I'll say, like... The, the thing with Project Spark, Microsoft even noted, like, we, we've taken everyone who worked on Project Spark and, and moved them on to other Microsoft game projects. <laughs> but, no, like, everyone who worked on Project Spark still has a job. Yeah. Whereas, like, Disney like was just like, like uh, numbers don't add up, uh, we're not doing Disney Infinite anymore, and everyone is gone. But I, my, my big concern was it wasn't that numbers don't add up. Because it didn't say that Disney Infinity was unprofitable. It was not it profitable said, enough. It wasn't profitable enough compared to doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. And that's a terrible that's yeah. a terrible message to send to businesses well, across ta- the universe. They also mentioned in that article that they, they thought they could sell the Star Wars Disney Infinity stuff to little kids because Battlefront would get the big kids. Mm-hmm. And what they found out was, no, little kids want to play Battlefront yeah. too. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they want the coolest one. Like, and I love Battlefront yeah. for eight hours. Yep. <laughs> what a great eight hours that <laughs> yes. was. And I have nothing else to anticipate about the nope. game. Not a thing. Yeah, that game. At least it I, happened. Yeah, 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 at least it happened. And at least more will happen. Oh, and hey, this is also not on the list, but you know it is the set behind Justin Bieber uh, some Justin Bieber music video. You know what the second most disliked oh, video man. on YouTube is? Call of Duty Infinity War. That is correct. It is now officially the second CEO, most. Which, which Dan Amrick, having having the unenviable job of the community manager of uh, Activision, would be like, Eric Hirschberg is the guy you talk to because <laughs> he's honest and likes you and will say cool things and everybody focuses on Bobby Kotick's mistakes. Yeah. And then like his response to that was like, yeah, but every Call of Duty video is unlike, like, yeah. like disliked in record numbers. Yeah. Well, it's happened like, every yeah. year. They all have like a billion views each, so yeah. uh, who cares? And they well, spe- and they sell. So it's very popular to hate Call of exactly. Duty. Exactly, and that's and like this the CEO well, saying like it's it's the it's the new Madden basically. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yes, game that yeah. people who don't play yeah. it like this to is, dismiss it as like yeah. it's the same thing every. This year. is representative of something I don't like. Therefore, I not only will watch this in its entirety and pre-order it, I will dislike it. To define my personality. Well, specifically, there are. I think this one broke the records of dislikes it did. It did. because it did. because there are people who just want to buy Modern Warfare Remaster and are mad they have to buy Infinite. Yeah, that is not. There are also a surprising number of people who just want a remaster of Black Ops One and are uh, pissed that it doesn't. If you're exist. a Black Ops I fan over a Modern Warfare fan, I, can't I, I ain't think like we're doing either. a podcast for you because our tastes do not met, mesh <laughs> at all. You're not. At li- all. They're not listening at all. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, anyway, it's the most disliked thing. So, uh, beat Ghostbusters is most uh, disliked. Well, Ghostbusters yeah. is the most disliked trailer it for is. a movie of it all is. time. Wait till there's an all-woman uh, uh, Call of Duty game. Then, uh... Anywho. Uh, I, I, look, I didn't want to be murdered, but I guess Dave yeah. does. Uh-oh. 
so Sega said, Sega said they're quote unquote investigating doing remasters of Shenmue one and two mm-hmm. in the lead up to Shenmue three, which comes out Never. sometime in the future. Never. Uh, Is it easy? I might play those. But all happen. Sega's been doing for, for the last hour. like generation has been doing remasters. Like, they, I don't think they've put out an original game on the PS4 and yeah, Xbox One. Yeah, the Dreamcast One. remasters are... They don't happen much. They, I mean, they did it with Re, uh, Jet Set, but Jet They're Set... so great. The difference yeah. in, in scope... Uh, just do it. The, the difference in scope of Jet Set Radio to Shenmue 1 or 2, like, yeah. it's... There's no comparison. Like, yeah, but there it, are new tools where you can literally run something through a program. You would hope. Yeah, you know, I, no, but, I know. Well, I'm but I don't. Do you know Sega can figure that out? I, yeah. I don't. I don't know if the technology is there. Yeah, for it's that. called emulation. It's, but yeah. it's different. Except than that. they wa- they want to do an HD remaster. Honestly, so I would I would buy Shenmue one and two not in HD if they just did like the. Uh, like the Wii Virtual Console border or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll play it that, that way. Is that rare rate replay is not emulated. It is spat yeah. out into a new right. program and perform- because emulation yeah. is weirdly a dirty word. I mean, we, go go watch Frank Cifaldi's JDC uh, <clears throat> 2016 talk. Okay, yeah, well, which was it's, it's not even a dirty word. It is it is literally against the rules if it something was designed for one console or the uh, other. You can't emulate like if PS One. Well, see, PlayStation yeah. is selling PS One games. You can't emulate a PS One yeah. with your software built for another platform. Yeah, but seeing but, as how Sega owns the IP totally. and the consoles, they can. Uh, bridge that yeah. and having worked for a Japanese company yeah. they kept none of those assets also, they were tossed uh-oh. out immediately it's well, against the rules which are for whatever reason observed by companies but it is not against the law it's not I mean, against the law no. and it's a you'd as also as you'd also wonder like did they in the first one all that English voice acting you think they signed them to contracts for nope. future releases never. like I never sincerely and if they have to not. record one new those were line professionals of, <laughs> well <laughs> if they have to record one new line of VO that's yeah. too much money, and it won't happen ever. Yeah. Well, unless we you see. kickstart it, they should just do it. And honestly, like I'd play it in Japanese with but subtitles. You don't anyway want to play Shenmue one or two. You absolute, know you don't. No, I don't. You yeah. want to hey. own it in case you do want to. I want to. I kind of want to dip my toes back in. I was you like, don't like the idea that you can't play it right now. I haven't <laughs> played it in sixteen years, and I'm kind of curious. I want to, even get... though I could go home and play it right now on my Dreamcast. I want to play a better looking version. I am version. so ex- excited for Shenmue Three. I think One and Two might be absolutely terrible. Yeah, anything anybody levies at, at, at David, mm-hmm. shit, Cage, David Cage, Cage. Yeah. like all of that is evident in Shenmue, and for longer, yeah. for way longer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, both uh, One and Two have prolonged sequences where you have to do a job. Yes, mm. you have to <laughs> drive a forklift or carry books. It's you like, gotta go also home by play the first level of Space Harrier. Yeah. You could just emulate Space Harrier on like eighteen different systems, or get it on Sega 3D Classic. Yeah, which yeah. is the best version. And one there, one last Speak- bit of news. Speaking of 3DS, uh, Monster Hunter. Generations hey. is coming out in the U.S. on July 15th, and there will be a limited edition 3DS uh, to commemorate the occasion. Oh. So I think the Monster Hunter is the only game that Nintendo will make new 3D. Like, they will make special edition 3DSs for. Like, well, what other third-party game has also, that? It's also the only 3DS game that sells anything. Yeah. Ever. That isn't and made Japan, by Nintendo. And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. And I think it outsells most Nintendo first-party stuff. <laughs> and if you don't know it in America... I wish that would change, and you can get you can pick up four for, and I'd love to stream and help people out with that. I love Monster Hunter so much. If you like Dark, like so, the best compliment I've ever had on a stream is when we streamed Dark Souls three, and people were like, "How did Chris get so good?" I I, I, hmm. I approached two bosses for the first time and didn't die at all. 
Yeah. And like, and people were like, like I've never heard people talk about my skill uh, in, in a, a real way. We not label videos with MLG and dollar signs uh, and yeah. no scope, but we don't mean it. And like, because it, it's usually terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but like, I did really well in Dark Souls, and like, in you know, Five Ten Brother Panda was just like he plays Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Like he's used to he's mm. used to facing opponents he's never met and mm. just dodging more than he hits. Yeah, and that's it. And yeah. like, and that was because of Monster Hunter. You like Dark Souls, you're probably like Monster Hunter. So Generations is what three and four together? Like, it's, no, it's, totally it's a greatest hits of monsters. It is like a brand new greatest hits. So uh, should I wait for this one or play the old? You'll never there, play four. There are two, like I like I guarantee I'll get you absorbed into Monster Hunter in one second mm-hmm. if we were to play together, mm. and we can try it. And like, I just like I'm not vested in it. And I, mm. Honestly, I wish if we're gonna do that, we put it on video and Capcom mm-hmm. fucking pays me because, <laughs> because I'm an expert. And yeah. like, uh, I, I, like I, I wish they would pay us to do it, but uh, but it, it feels weird. And I, but I do love the series, and it's how I, I wish games were moving, the direction games are moving into, mm-hmm. because that shit is really fun. It's not story driven; it's just gameplay based. Yeah. It's endless. It's like hundreds of hours of amazing oh, experiences. You know, your Capcom talk reminded me. I read a rumor today from a. Uh, the source was a twi- uh, the Twitter of a journalist who usually is uh, he has some good scoops that it was uh, that Resident Evil Seven is out this year and that'll be go back to its horror roots. That was the mm-hmm. what he had to say. So yeah, for Resident Evil Seven, I would expect we'll see it at E three based on that. Well, he's probably full mm-hmm. of shit, but like uh-huh. and every Resident Evil, by the way, in the press release goes back to its roots. Uh-huh. Every single one. So maybe he just read the press release like ahead of time. But that doesn't mean don't pay attention to E3 if you're a Resident Evil fan. Like, uh-huh. uh, like I'm not, I don't know anything, but uh, like uh-huh. if I were going to announce something, that would be where I'd do it. Uh-huh. No. There will be uh-huh. cool announcements this E3. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Put that in a headline. They're not one of the companies who backed out of E3. They're one of the eight companies that still is doing stuff at E3. I'm so bummed. The that, franchise like, is so not dead, though. I'm really happy I'm not, like, 15 anymore for many reasons. But one of them is that, like, were I, I used to build my whole E3 around Nintendo's press conference because it's the only time of the year they reveal anything. And then this year's press conference digital event mm-hmm. is seemingly only Zelda, which, fine, Why I love Zelda. Wrong? I want lots of games revealed. I want lots of stuff shown. Are you really like less like how much more do you want to know about Zelda? You've seen like what no, they that's, have, like five, yeah, ten minutes. I don't over? want to hey, see. Henry, how much do you know about Studio Ghibli? Uh, nah, I mean lots of stuff. That, that's yeah. exactly what's happening at Nintendo. Yeah. Anybody who cared and could do anything is dying off, and they're going to sell as much as they can until they can start making stuff again, and they haven't figured out a way to make stuff. It's not going to happen They have anymore. a lot of creative people there at Nintendo. I don't still. disagree. They yeah. make my favorite shit just yeah. too irregularly. Yeah, not as regularly as they used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as IG Onuma is still there, he can uh, keep things going. I'm just and worried. I, we, we streamed uh, New Super Mario 3DS, which is it's no, 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 New just, Super Mario... Yeah. Brothers yes. or DS, yes. uh, which Ten by the way, old. some dipshit who films his fucking motorcyclist copyright tag that was not Michael Nintendo. Grimm? No, it's not Michael <laughs> Grimm. Strangely, he's not a little Japanese kid. Um, but that 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 game was kind of awesome and, and brought about like and I was we were yelling about it with Bob and Bob was like. Nintendo makes all its best stuff when it's backed into a corner. And it seems like it's backed into a corner right now. It's, yeah, it's being yeah. forced to embrace all the things its whole life. We don't embrace any outside hardware of any kind. They're embracing films and mobile as yeah. we speak. Yeah. They're either failing or backed into a corner. And maybe something cool will come out of that. Maybe. I hope so. Michael all looks right. bored. <laughs> and, 
Let's move on to the community segment. It, it is, is segmenting, segmenting the, the community. community. I guess. Why do <laughs> it I is segmenting the community. Why do I have a fetish to host this show? I know I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, last week's question of the week was, if you could turn any old toy line into a Toys to Life game, which would it be? Moan for Stallone was the first to answer on the forum, so is they get rid first. Nothing said 80s as fuck. As much as random, unnecessary holograms. So I think my favorite toy line from my childhood would make a legit toy-to-life game. Supernaturals. Really go with Supernaturals what and not f- Visionaries? Yeah, when I think of Supernaturals were shit! What the fuck, man? When I think of holograms, I think of Visionaries. They Supernaturals cool. didn't even fucking do anything. <laughs> nah. They were like hologram shells that you could... Take out of action figures. You know, anyway, first long can tear your throat yeah. out. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, let me do the next one. All right. A man riding a woman riding a motorbike said, "Toxic Crusaders." <laughs> I was oh. bananas for that show as a kid, even though I was only able to catch two episodes on the air. I feel you, brother. Every time we went to the store, I'd hope I'd somehow stumble onto the last secret toy on sale. Oh, the, those toys were so the toys good. Toys are great. There's gross, the, no, they the big nose. There's Toxie, and like there's the punk rock girl connected to like the preppy guy. They're, Lori Petty. They're, they're all great. Uh, I, love it. I just <laughs> love that Troma had a Saturday morning TV yeah. Yeah. cartoon. Yeah. I knew about that way before I knew about the Toxic Avenger movies, uh, which, is, which are great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Moops said Gundam. Uh, they already wow. have a crapload of games and toys for the two. Wow. Uh, if they integrated Toys to Life into the next Super Robot Tyson and ship. threw all those other franchises like Evangelion oh, yeah. and Macross into it, that'd be oh, boss. Man. Just start with Gundam. Like they, but the, Dude, the... the, the, the uh, the Dynasty Warriors amiibo horseshit for Zelda. Yeah, there is a Gundam Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, and if they put together that with Gundam wow. toys, like if there's one thing Japan and America are similar in, it is that they love selling I got toys Bob of for stuff. His birthday like, just because I'm like, you're a you're a drooling weeb idiot, mm-hmm. Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, <laughs> hope he listens to this too. Uh, yeah. So I just bought him a Gundam <laughs> thing because like I went to the Japanese store where I wanted to buy him some bullshit weeaboo thing, uh, and like, dude, they have nothing but Gundam. I hope you're into this. <laughs> and, and, and like, it was just so much and so mm. plentiful and this is an import store that is a reflection of what mm. the reality in Japan is like yeah. now the previous uh, laser time guest Kat Bailey has hey, pushed B. for me multiple times to do a Gundam episode I'm like terrified unless it's me there's just gonna be me and you no one mm. and you know way more about Gundam than and me no listeners <laughs> yeah no listeners I mean Brett could come on to talk about Gundam Wing but that's that's lesser Gundam if you ask me Gundam Wing is just for uh, dumb 90s kids and people who like Yaoi so those two things keep in your pants but Oh, look who I'm talking to. <laughs> uh, so Tenga said, My favorite toy line as a kid was Mighty Max. Yeah, and while yeah. that did get its own show and crappy ocean-made game, I think so much more can be done with the premise of this kid who explores giant heads and fights <laughs> the bad guys inside. It would be like Zardoz, except, you know, for kids. Yeah, or that, that trip from in Guardians to nowhere. <laughs> the giant celestial. Oh, yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. I always forget about that. Uh, Stabby Joe said, War Planets, a series of toys from the 90s that were elemental-themed alien armies from their own weaponized planet. 
ripe for a cool strategy strategy style game where you position and deploy units in real life where they then battle within the game itself. That was a cool idea, War Planets. Never heard of it. <laughs> JJB Sterling says, The idea of getting all my favorite Transformers toys to work yeah. in a game would be incredible. Imagine the expansions like Combiner Wars, which would allow you to combine uh, Transformers that would let you play as uh, Gestalt, such as Devastator or Superion, or forays into other Transformers fiction, such as Beast Wars, G1, Armada, or IDW. Just thinking about it gets me excited. A1 Steaks SOS, so A1 Steaks Sauce. Oh, said, okay, uh, now I get it. Hey, guys, long-time listener, but first-time forum user. Hey. I used to be a big-time fan of the old Talk Radar show, so about a year ago I was binging on old episodes when I decided to search around the interwebs to see what you guys were up to as of late. <laughs> After Googling not Chris much. Antista, Ugh. I was pleasantly surprised to not have found a news headline about somebody getting arrested for indecent exposure in a Jacksonville Denny's. Uh, excuse me, it'd be suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but rather that there was a whole brigade of new and exciting pop culture shows to enjoy Aww. and procrastinate too. Oh, that is a great <laughs> word. That's great. Oh, I'm stealing uh, that. But that's enough long-winded pseudo-sentimentality for one post. When it comes to the Toys to Life concept, the one that comes to mind are Zoids. Zoids are kind Ooh. of like Gundam mobile suits, but instead of just looking like humans, they're shaped like jungle cats or dinosaurs or pill bugs, Damn. but that one was kind of lame. My best friend Danny and I would spend countless hours as nine-year-old shitlings building the model kits before awkwardly smashing them into each other in epic mech battles, in air quotes. Where... Before having to try and piece them back together, despite all of the cheap plastic bits having been bent and mangled past the point of use, I think a MOBA or a 4-on-4 style team brawler, uh, the oft-forgotten Anarchy Reigns, would work splendidly, mm. with the models you build being hooked up to your console with a USB cord. Is that not what, what uh, Battlegrounds was for Disney Infinity? Oh yeah, kind of what yeah. it, it was yeah. just Civil War. Like here's yeah, all the dudes Civil War Power Stone. Yeah, no, I've heard that was great. I want to. You know, I bet I can get it for cheap now. And where is where's A one fucking special sauce been all my life? Jesus yeah. Christ, A one steaks yeah. sauce. Like I'm Please. almost mad by how long I've been doing this for three years. <laughs> Please tell all your other friends who forgot about uh, Talk Radar yeah. that we've been doing this. Please. <laughs> I think you should do the next one. Oh, I, 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 me? Do me? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did want to say he made me think of, like, do you remember Muscle Men and Monster oh, in My Pocket? Oh, yeah. That came with numeric values. Yeah. So you knew whether someone had an advantage oh, in a yeah. theoretical fight, let alone if you had a pedestal to stick mm. that shit on. Just muscle wrestlers in general. Like, oh, if dude. WWE's not going to do it, whoever has muscle. actually did get a game under mm. a different name. Or Battle uh, Beast, which had hologram stickers that worked on a rock, paper, scissors oh, thing, God and then there was, like, it, I sunburst that. ones that would kill uh, everything. Another first-time poster, Belden said, Food Fighters. I can imagine the action-style tactics game where you would pit the kitchen commandos against the refrigerator rejects in a battle of the control of the kitchen. I don't know what that is. It's, Who would call their team Go the in the forums. I, you should go in the forums and like look at some of the responses because they would attach commercials. Those 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 characters... Food fighters were great. They look, they look insanely good. You want to see like a hot dog it's with a general a, a chewing a cigar guns. who's also a slice of pepperoni pizza. Oh, yeah. wait. You know, I think I, I did. know you saw those. I yeah. think... Okay. I, 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 I had a stack of pancakes. I hate to think that Dave wanted you to read that because he thinks 
yeah. are overweight. No, uh, I mean, hey. no. I think we all had Food Fighters action figures as a kid. All right, I'm looking this up now. But I, I think had, I had Foo a... Fighters action figures uh. with Dave Grohl. Yes, <laughs> and a shitload of variants yeah. of Dave Grohl. About 37 pygmy giraffes said, maybe what needs to fill the hole that Disney Infinity left is WB Infinity? Have Looney Tunes DC Ooh. and Harry Potter all running around <laughs> in a world together. The last big childhood influence I can think of is dinosaurs. Maybe a Jurassic Park Toys to Life yeah. game would fill that void. Jurassic Park has always been marketed to children with the toys and games, so why not have both combined into one? Dinosaurs? Oh, you're not, you're not done. Yeah, P.S. My job leaves me lots of time to listen to podcasts over the last nine months. I have listened to every single episode of Cape Crisis, Laser oh! Time, and now Video Game Apocalypse. I've been wow. answering questions the last ten weeks, but this is the first episode I've listened to the day it came out. Thanks for giving me hundreds Aww. of hours of entertainment. Since I've pledged to your Patreon now, hundreds Whoa! of hours Yay! more. Aw, thank you. Check out talking since 302010. It's never enough. Yeah, there's, there's never, never enough. enough. Uh, here's the stack of pancakes guy yeah, I had, too, by uh, the way. Yeah. He was the only food fighter I owned, though I did not know the the name of the I thing totally they were from. I can totally see both of you being married. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man, me Would married make, to well, a stack yeah, of pancakes. Somebody give me that Was Photoshop. he in, like, your Toy Wrestling Federation? Uh, yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Uh, but See, well, like the Yokozuna. It, but he's uh, he was called Short Stack as uh. his character name. I just found out from reading there, but mm, pancakes. It's like a Homsar mm. thing. Like, I was married to a stack of pancakes. <laughs> so we have a couple of uh, audio responses. I'm liking getting yeah, these yeah, audio do. responses. Do? So yeah. the first is Hitler me this Batman, who Ooh. says... Hello, hosts of Video Game Apocalypse. Uh, this is Matthew J, a.k.a. J Button on Twitch, J. a.k.a. Button. Hitler me this Batman on the forums, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Matthew J on the Facebook group. If I could make any toy line into a Toys to Life game, I pick McFarlane Toys. Then in one game, we'd have uh, X Files, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Snake Plissken, uh, Kiss, Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, <laughs> The Simpsons, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, tons of MLB players, uh, Paul Newman from Slapshot, Austin Powers, Little Nicky, Terminator, Akira, Ash from Evil Dead, uh, Tim Curry from Legend. Uh, and, and of course, his signature character, Spawn, aka Venom. And that's hey. just to name a few. Imagine Vash the Stampede throwing down with the Xenomorph from Alien. Uh, or in lieu of that, I would pick the SH Monster Arts Godzilla line. That would make ah. a great Toys to Life. And Godzilla fans are in desperate need of a good video game. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. anyway, that's my answer. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, came. and uh, Chris smells like pizza. Hey, whoa! Uh, Who's this guy? This J-Button, more what? like gay-Button. <laughs> I would say J-Button owns a better microphone than most people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe than us right now. Better than me at home, certainly. Uh, I, I, uh, what do you use? Is that a Yeti? This is J from button? your favorite one to say, Chris. Bonnie! <laughs> yeah. What number? 69, Bonnie. Should we do it lying down or standing hey, up? Uh, thanks for posting another awesome podcast this week. I listen to them at work, and I really appreciate it. It makes the day go by. Uh, so I got two answers this week for you. One, uh, Beanie Babies. You know, what wrong can you do with animals that are also video games? Uh, and two, Gundam models. I love building Gundam models as a kid. And if I could build one up and then plop it down to my Wii U and then it does some shit on the yeah. TV... That's cool. You know, that gets me going. Um, so have a good night. Thanks for listening. Drive safe. Uh, 
drink milk stance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say he's got a real Ryan Gosling thing going on. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a handsome guy. This yeah. is the best. He's also stroking <laughs> a dog's paw is. during that. Just the paw, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure I know your real name, Bonnie. But and, I, I was, uh, yeah, I'm into the Gundam model thing even more, mm. so that does not right. And finally, Genova Life also had a video response. More. Hello, Video Game Apocalypse. This is Trey answering the question of the week about Toys to Life's games. Uh, I was going to regale you guys about why I would support a Beast Wars uh, adaptation into a video game uh, at all would be great, but a Toys to Life game would make so much sense because, like, Legos are getting Toys to Life's games and Disney and all that. And, yeah, they're all going down, but we all need a Transformers uh, Toys to Life game. But while I was researching... Uh, generic stock photos of the protagonists and antagonists of this oh, show. I ran across entirely too much Dinobot and Rat Trap porn <laughs> to uh, create a solid argument. So uh, at this point, I'm not entirely sure if I saw gay robot sex or just simply masturbation because they're voiced by the same voice actor. Uh, if you guys would like to go check out more Beast Wars fan art, Stay off the internet. It'll break your childhood. <laughs> but yeah, my answer is a Beast Wars game, because I've missed that show, and it deserves a second chance, and it needs a video game that isn't terribly voice-acted like that fighting game on the N64. Please, Ooh. God, do not play that. It is bad. Like uh, there's my answer. Have fun. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I man. really love this. This is all I yeah. ever. We have great fans. Well, I would ship. I would ship together Rat Trap and Dinobot. That's yeah. uh, they had a good, nice relationship. Yeah. Jesus Just Christ. slamming their featureless crotches against each yes, other. That's exactly. Well, I mean, it'd be all in their heads. They would just, you know, connect via their. They would connect their sparks together, and then have a good time. I love the pleasantries they add to the end of their comments. Drink milk. Have fun. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you again for everyone who answered. New question of the week. What is a game that you see yourself playing or would like to play with your children or future children? I guess, I don't know, um, Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> Uh, because I would love my uh, three-year-old son, uh, Samuels, mm -hmm. who is, yes, plural Samuels, uh, to, to play it and say, gosh, Dad, I'm seeing all this gore, but I have a positive attitude about it because I understand the difference between fantasy and reality. These characters uh, aren't real. I can see me and my son... Jebson, uh, playing Quiplash together because I'm I, I don't know how to broach the birds and the bees topic, but uh, I feel like Quiplash will just naturally come out. And and and, and I really I also Quiplash is a great game. Want to hear what other people do play with their kids? I mean, we're not yeah. none of us are spring chickens, and none of you are under twenty. No, but, but, uh, but at least one of you is. We're all rapidly approaching old age. Also, everyone and, should include if you don't have a kid. Uh, I want a theoretical kid name in there. Ooh. Mm -hmm. well, uh, well, mine is Alf and Grover, and I always <laughs> envision my and like and, and because of, because of um, New Super Mario Brothers, and I remember when that game yeah. came out to home consoles, everybody was like, "I have a game I can play with my children that we both like on the same level," mm. and that's never happened before because either I had to play a Lego game yeah. or something weird and and dull, and but like for some reason this isn't dumbed down. We both get it, mm. um, and if I'm being really honest. Mm -hmm. I have played a ton of Minecraft for working at PC Gamer, mm. but I've never loved it because I feel like I'm wasting time because there's no 
linear progression. I don't know when I'm, I'm done, mm. essentially. So it's 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 sort of like cleaning my house. <laughs> like when is this over? Uh, but if I had a kid, it just sort of it just seems like well, we could just lose ourselves in this mm. virtual Lego space. That'd be. Yeah. But but new Super Mario Brothers, like being able to play that with someone who's like five six years old i get to do that with my friends kids mm. uh it warms my heart and playing i had never played new super mario brothers on ds yeah because i'd only played the wii version with my friend's children yeah i would also pick a nintendo game and a mario one too for my daughter henrietta and uh. i think that we uh, <laughs> i think that i would probably start with well i want to start with she's one probably that, asian so she'll be better than you. is would, that a bad joke is that a bad joke I would want to play uh, something that had one of those Wii games that had a second player mode that's just like a more relaxed, easy yeah. thing like in, say, Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Just yeah. like you're the controller, you pick up star bits or you throw star bits. Why? Because stuff. she's a girl? No, no but that's very for utilitarian for a little kid. Okay. For so little like, kid. Yeah, just pick up the shit that I break. Yeah, and then you can be like, you're helping me, you're helping daddy, it's great. Oh. And also I would say uh, a game that I want them to play first, I think I would go with a classic from my youth because it's important they like what I like and I raise them to be little me's, (laughs) but uh, that it would be uh, Yoshi's Island because I think the original Yoshi's Island while too hard for kids, I'd say after World Three, is uh, it's so colorful and mm-hmm. so cute. I can't imagine a kid not loving it. And the kid could play you, and you could play Baby Mario, and like, mm-hmm. no, you got to save me, Henrietta, uh, or whatever the hell your weird mm-hmm. kid is named. Yeah, for. And I, I'm gonna counter your uh, Super what? Mario Galaxy yeah, suggestion yeah. and say Dark Souls, <gasps> just so that I could make them play it and stand over domineeringly and say every day, "Have you gotten good yeah. yet?" Pick up my souls. <laughs> I, I want to be like the the Ikari Gendo, just yeah. kind of sitting in the background <sighs> with my glasses fogged over and uh, do uh, better, Tarkington Rudden. Because I want to I want to teach Samuel some hard lessons <laughs> about what the world is really we're, like. We're talking wow. about trying to mesh our nostalgia with our future selves which uh-huh. is what this is uh <laughs> it, like i few i have few better gaming memories than playing like gradius and life force with my friends which are not games that i revere and love as much as ones that i play by myself because they're impossible to play by yourself but the idea of having a child that i can play a shmup with yeah. like that yeah. feels so good though Warms i don't, my heart though i don't know if i'd want to show them a screen before they were four I feel like, eh. I just watched, like, little kid, like, a one-year-old. You're your kid for four years? I don't know how to do All you're doing is, and I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but, you're, like, it just I'm seems like. It back. You, yeah, you gotta just, let them watch Sesame Street, or otherwise they won't know how to watch television. You're withholding reality from them at some no, point. I, I, and, like, I, it's only going to seem more sexy the are, later you Are get. you also going to do that thing where you start them out playing NES and saying, this is what video games are. And, oh, look, a new system just came out, the Super <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> That's a very cute idea. That does it. Play your old games, Henrietta? <laughs> but, well, what I would do is, like, I don't know. I did hear this uh, interview with a grown-up who said that they didn't want their kid to... They didn't want their kid to stare at a screen all the time. But totally. if they don't teach, like, they'll be behind the rest of their generation if they don't use a touchscreen. Yeah. If they aren't playing around with an old iPad sure. from the beginning. And I... But I feel weird doing that. It doesn't feel right yeah, to but me. You but can't it's... just automatically block out an entire medium as, just, as if they'll never encounter. Again, it's yeah. all hypothetical. We don't know. One, I want to hear from people who do have kids. Yeah. And two, I want to hear from young people. Try and envision you do have children. Either make us laugh, be hypothetical, and be silly. or But seriously think, you don't think you're ever going to have kids. But odds are... Uh, your dick or a vagina will decide differently for you at some point, and you won't you won't have a choice. You'll just do it. 
It's happened to too many <laughs> friends of mine. All right, so what game would you want to play with your kids? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. I think I want a kid. First person to post uh, answering, uh, post a question <laughs> and answer it gets read first on next week's show, or you can answer under the comments for episode 164 on vidjagameapocalypse.com. Again, video answers Man. are encouraged and yeah, will probably great. get played, if not in full, almost. <laughs> Until they become too much <laughs> yeah. and become try, unprofitable. Try to keep it a minute or less. That's the only stipulation. Yeah. Ah, boy. Well, so, hey, this is the time where plugs are said, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Go go with go plugs. Oh, I'll start them off. Well, I'd like to say you should uh, listen to all our podcasts. You'll find them on lasertimepodcast.com. And we are supported by patreon.com slash lasertime. If you like what we're doing and would like uh, all of us, but Michael, who is not part of the Patreon, but... <laughs> no, I derive no benefit from this. Uh, but and you gain nothing by threatening to take money away when I do something you don't like. <laughs> but for us, uh, yeah, it is... going to hurt me more, but it made me really happy. <laughs> this, is our full-time, this is our full-time job, and so any support you can give at patreon.com slash lasertime is great, and you will get access to tons of great stuff, a wealth of... Uh, of uh, great freebies already all of our Monday night movies all of the bonus times all of the episodes of Talking Simpsons and if you give $10 or more all the comic book cartoon and wrestling commentaries they're all on there Ooh, we got a brand new one for you yeah, yeah. Great. one of my fave matches mm-hmm. ever and of course there's also Talking Simpsons where every week we talk about a classic episode of the Simpsons starting from the beginning halfway almost halfway through season 3 good times baby so much fun watching the Simpsons yeah. I yeah. love it so much uh, did, did somebody say video games because yeah. uh, Cheap Podcast now has a video game accompaniment yeah. in, uh, in the form of our live segment. Yes. So you can watch us talk about uh, This Week in Wrestling. But uh, uh, don't don't uh, unsubscribe on iTunes because there's extra stuff that's only there. So yeah. And you can, and you can yell Listen, and say watch. a bunch of things you've always yeah. wanted to. And we'll just mm-hmm. have to read them. And our YouTube channel is just great and full of us playing video games like playing a whole lot of new Super Mario Brothers for the <laughs> DS. We finished and it. Unless Tonkaku 508106. That's already in, Okay. And also on. Web of Fire. We played the worst Spider... Maybe the worst Spider-Man yeah. game ever, Web of Fire. And in honor of... Both both our Monday Night Movie and 302010, our weekly look. <laughs> we have too many things to plug. Uh, pop culture, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago with uh, Michael's wife, Deanna. Okay. Uh, Top Gun is 30 years old, so we not only have a movie commentary for people on Patreon, uh, we have, we're going to stream, we're going to find the worst Top Gun game <laughs> we can. And, and I don't want to default to the NES one either, because yeah. there's many. <laughs> we're gonna, and that'll be on our YouTube channel, as well as... Um, not only our look at uh, the Marvel cards of 1990, which has been really fun to go so through. So much fun. Uh, with the four of you. But what it wouldn't people like, it sucks. I'm doing a game show. And my girlfriend's like, well, what are you going to talk about? You didn't play any games this week. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> which just seems to be the game I'm playing the most uh, to play all the way through with Brett. We'll see if we actually get to the end. But we are we are smack dab in Tarzan's deep, deep jungle. Ooh, boy. And in the Tarzan... Tarzan is a really weird litmus test of like your age oh. because like if you're slightly older or slightly younger you don't even know that Disney made a Tarzan film yeah. mm. and that's but it, but it's a really good movie it's like the Hey Arnold of Disney I, I know about like it mainly guy. because of South Park making that joke about Phil Collins yeah. There's one song that's really good. It's not in the game. Son of Man, it's really great. You should close the whole show with it. 
<laughs> and I would also, and I don't know this for a fact, uh, in terms of a timeline, I think uh, Tarzan might be the most recent movie Disney has adapted. Hmm. Oh yeah, the most recent. Uh, it, ha- it has a timeline yeah. on it. Yeah. Like there's a, a specific date, and it's like the That's early 1900s, early. Uh, though, well, their adaptation drunk. of Basil of Baker Street was a, that was a pretty. Uh, yeah. re- but that was like a unique book. story. Rescuers don't even fucking talk to me. Okay, it's right, like a contemporary right. film. Yeah. You're right. I can't wait until they blend it with their increasingly diminishing returns Pixar franchise and make it Carzan. <laughs> God, <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Um, is it like all, all that surprise that got as much of a like laugh Tarzan because I'm just imagining it a stupid Owen Wilson cut chow riding on a vine well it's chow <laughs> that blends into oh, oh. oh. Bother, it bothers me and makes me ha- so very happy and, and like and I'm, I feel like really old sometimes and like and, and like part of that is like we're looking at an adaptation of Tarzan in a square game about Disney mm. And, like, this is where awesome things go to not die, but live. And, I don't know, like, it just, it just, it, it, for some reason, just seeing Tarzan in that, like, you're adapting literary franchises. Mm. So, I could see a Disney confederacy of dunces, or, like, Slaughterhouse <laughs> Five at some point. This could wow. happen, like, yeah. it, like... When you're 80, they make the confederacy you, of dunces. If you look like... at it in conjunction with Big Hero 6, Zootopia, and yeah. uh, Frozen, it's like, what stories last forever? Oh, apparently these. Hmm. Confederacy of Dunces should just be animated. They tried yeah. making it as a movie, but like Will Ferrell was the last person to be signed on for it, and so, and John Belushi. Well, so that's need, how long it's been tried. They need fat makeup for any and actor. Chris Farley, I think, was yes, up for it. Yes. Other than Chris Farley, you need fat makeup for any other famous actor. Like Chris Farley is the only person who's fat enough to be uh, Ignatius. But it's it, it, it was something that was frustrating me. Sorry for venting, Michael. Uh, on the, when people, whenever people are like you're so old because we talked about how Short Circuit was kind of a fun movie, even if it has a, a dirty stereotype from thirty years ago. It's just like, but these are the stories we continue to tell one another over time, and like we're all excited over Civil War. These characters are sixty years old, and like, and for some reason we still find value in them, and like that is so neat. That's true. That is so neat, and like, and not there's not anything good coming out now. It's just like we're distilling the best right now to the top, and it's really yeah. cool. I'll shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, as always, you Very can drunk. you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, where you'll get updates when it goes live every Friday morning, usually around between one and three a.m. Or you can follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. should not do a lethal weapon tv show where you can't swear or be crazy or, or fight show sa- your butt or show your butt or, or fight- play a saxophone or call uh, cops sugar tits or say that jews are responsible for all the world's wars give me a weapon four that doesn't count oh, God.